When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC Family of Apps. Super freaking ball. Super freaking ball. Super Bowl 57. Glendale, Arizona is right now 318 hours away. I know you said, I know you didn't sit there and figure that out. Yes, I did, Derek Gunn, because you know why? Because how about that? How about that beatdown that was administered yesterday afternoon? In South Philadelphia to the vaunted 49ers. 12 wins in a row. Out-physicaling everybody. Nick Bosa, they're just going to beat you into submission. Guess what? That was a TKO throw the damn towel. Welcome in Monday, now Super Bowl edition of Sports Take. Brought to you by the great folks. At Jacob's Sports YouTube right. channel. Stop right, gun, Stop, right Brooks, Rob Ellis. Hi. Stop right there. Stop right there. I got to ask you some questions, Rob. Yes. Yes. Did you shed tears yesterday? <laughs> oh, I should, as I a saved, native Philadelphian, yes, did you yes. shed tears? I, no, I, I saved the tears for the Super Bowl victory. So okay. I'll be shedding tears uh, in 13 days. Did you leave life. Did you leave your WIP radio post, head straight downtown to City Hall and try to climb a grease pole? By the time I got done, there was nobody out partying anymore. <laughs> right, right. Rob, I listened to you all the way home. I had, wow. I had, a, I had an extended edition of my post game show, <laughs> and I, li- I was done two hours, and and I'm driving home, and you had just started. Yeah, we were, we were, uh, yeah, the we fifth went quarter, deep into the night, baby. So, hey, I don't need to be climbing poles. I will climb a pole if, if necessary. But the bottom line is. The Eagles took care of business, and it was joyous. And here's what I would tell you guys. Hope Everybody in the chat, before, I, I, I love you guys. Don't pay attention to the pathetic lament of the loser that is begging and throwing excuses out there because they got 
nothing. Ignore them like you should ignore certain um, nationally known uh, hosts who just try to troll you. Ignore them. Don't feed into it. If you ignore a little child when they're crawling around, throwing a fit on the ground, mm. they will go away. So ignore the pathetic loser in the chat room begging and making excuses. No quarterback. I, I that's you know what I've never the, seen that before. That's the Dennis thing. I said Niners all. What is it? I, I, I got to go back. He said no quarterback. The reason why you had no quarterback because we knocked his ass out the game. Uh, then you sent your back. Then you sent somebody else in there. We knocked him out the game. I, I, can, I can remember Seth Jordan saying when he played defense, their motto was, their mantra was, I want to see how the backup quarterback plays. And he says exactly it all the time. I want to see how the backup quarterback plays. And then we saw the backup to the backup. And then we saw a guy that didn't even play quarterback come in. And then we saw the, the, the starter come back in. Correct. Hey, come off physicalness. That's what we're talking about. You remember this- Friday when we gave our predictions? And I said, you know, we I always talk about, you know, there's so many things, the unknown elements you don't see. And I said, I close it out by saying, the one thing we don't know is somebody might not finish the game that starts and Rob said, oh, you know, like that. I never thought it would be two quarterbacks. No. <laughs> he said fluke. It was a fluke win. Uh, who said that? Niners all. No, way. don't give them oh. any. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't give them time. Why are you rough. acknowledging them, man? Because I just want to rub it in that he got his ass kicked. Hey, look, do you think if anybody in, and I always talk about, I cannot to this day, and they even brought it up on the post game show to this day. 26 years into my tenure here in the Philadelphia area, I cannot get a definitive answer as to why. Everybody on the outside media hates Philadelphia, right? Yep. And I said on the post-game show, when, when Mike Missanelli was trying to give the 49ers a little bit of sympathy, you know, in the terms of, you know, I felt bad it wasn't even competitive. And, and Seth and I are like, I don't feel bad for nobody. What do you think the narrative would have been if Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick got, got, got knocked out of that game? What do you think the narrative would have been? It's football, man. That's the it way it happens, baby. It happens. Nobody felt sorry for the Eagles when Carson Wentz got knocked out for the season in L.A. that year, okay? And nope. the only people who believed in themselves were the Eagles when Nick Foles took over. Nobody cared when Jalen Hurts got knocked out nope. in the Chicago game, and the Eagles lost only two of the three games they've lost all year. I didn't hear any excuses being made in the Cowboys nope. game or the Saints game, or anything like that. So spare me. This is the First of all, it's pro sports. Secondly, it's the NFL especially. Right. There are no excuses. The reason those two guys weren't playing is because they couldn't block the Eagles, and the Eagles beat the hell out That's of the right. 49ers. Right. So beat take them like the excuses a and put them somewhere where the sun don't shine. I don't know. There's no question. I, I mean, look, look now, not just Carson Wentz, Rob. It goes deeper. You lost a Hall of Fame tackle. In yep. 17, a future Hall of Fame special team player, a very solid middle linebacker. It just kept going on and on. And as they kept playing, they were underdogs and everything. That's why they picked up on that underdog narrative because they were underdogs and everything, you know. And they just kept riding that highway, baby, and hoisted that Lombardi trophy. So here we sit today. You know what? It goes back to what I've said time and time again. You have to give credit where credit is due. For, I mean, there's multitudes of credit to be extended. Mm-hmm. But you got to start with Howie Roseman because he built he built this deep roster. Okay, now we we'll say what we want to say, even about a Gardner Minshew, he's still better than over seventy percent of everybody else's backups in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. So he built depth, he built starting talent, he built a monster coming into this thing. Right, get that man his props. Got to get that man his props. And, and, and so here's the here's the other thing. 
the uh, pathetic, hey, your quarterback didn't like the world on fire nonsense that, that people will roll out. First of all, it just shows you that the Eagles can beat you in any way that you need to be beaten. I mean, the 49ers came in here, you know, giving up, what, 77 yards per game on the ground. The Eagles rushed for 148. Eagles rushed for four touchdowns on them. Let me, let me give you a, another very interesting stat, courtesy of Dan Orlovsky, which I, I, I just saw a couple minutes ago. I thought you guys would enjoy these. So the Eagles offensive line versus the this 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 nasty 49er defensive line that we heard about, right? Okay. The Eagles had 12 first down runs yesterday. They had four rushing touchdowns. They had six runs of 10 plus yards and they had 93 yards before contact. The Eagles offensive line took the 49ers defensive line to the woodshed. That's right. Right? Okay. Right. They took them outside and they and they administered a beating on them. And Lane Johnson has yet to give up a sack, a quarterback hit, or a pressure with a torn abductor muscle. Uh, speaking of Lane Johnson, uh, I am here to announce that as of right now, I just got a response. He will be joining us on this show Wednesday. Yes. Ah, da, da. He'll be joining yes. us Wednesday. And, uh, I love and um, uh, uh, at this point, I, I, I need Rob for you to call uh, Ray Diddy. Ray Diddy said he'd be honored to come on sometime this week. I'll lock the that down day. when we get off the air. The only thing he couldn't do, he can't do is Thursday. So whenever you want the great Ray Diddy on, he, he 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 gave me the message to give to you. I'm on it. That will be taken care of uh, about 3.03, Barrett. That'll be handled. All right. Okay. But look at this, though. I've been saying for the past two months. Yeah, let, let's give Barrett his flowers, by the way. But please, go ahead. I, mean, I, mean, I don't even want the flowers. I'm just saying this. I've been saying for the past two months, when everybody – was riding the jock of the 49ers on how good they were, how physical they were, how Brock Purdy was better than, than Jalen Hurts. Who said that? that? It, it, oh, it, it, a bunch of national pundits were saying it. Saying Brock Purdy is better than Jalen? Yes, they would rather build a team with Brock Purdy than, than Jalen Hurts. Oh, my goodness. Saying the offense that they had is unstoppable. That defense would stop Jalen Hurts. He would figure out how to stop uh, Jalen Hurts in the RPO. Let me tell you. It took everything in me to not just go off on national TV on how the disrespect of the 49ers and the 49ers lovers. It took everything in me to not just cuss and fuss about how disrespected we were in the pregame show and then not to say I told you so in the postgame show. I want to give you credit, Bear. Yes. Um, you have held your cursing to a minimum. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Because you are obviously afraid of your mother and Trish. And I'm proud. I'm so proud of you. I'm so, pr I'm so proud of you, Barrett. I'm emotional right now. You can't see behind my glasses. But I have tears welling up in my eyes right now, Barrett, because you have really tried to improve that aspect of your vocabulary. Yes, I'm not a heathen, I'm Mom. I, see, see, my mom said, well, I know you're not a heathen, but you better make sure. You know that 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 that, that woman of God, she's going to get you too. I said, Mom, I know. I know, Mom. I know. And Derek never lets me forget that too. So I know. Yes. I, know. I love it. Yes. I love it. But I'm just saying, the physical. No, Barry, I, let, me give you, let me give you your due, man. Please. All right. All uh -oh. week. And look, Derek and I have been on the 49ers for a long time, saying how good they are. Watch out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they had been been amazing up until up until Sunday. But Barrett, to his credit, said, look, you, you guys are overdoing it with these guys. The Eagles are far superior team. They're much more physical. Everything you said played out. So I, I am I am tipping the hat. Absolutely. You. Absolutely. Hey, Russ, you got as it. Much, as much as it pains me 
because of, of what he has done to me through the years. What I've done I've, to you? Yes. What are you talking about? I've done nothing. I'm not, I'm not going back. We don't need to pay, go back in the past. You know, that, you know that old saying, let sleeping dogs lie. Right. You know, but I agree with Rob. I'm going to sit here and give you your props. Jeez. <laughs> I love if, it. If I miss a segment, it's because I'm massaging my heart muscle. Right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I brought it. It's, it's the same thing on, on, on my post-game show last yeah. night. I've been saying it, and 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 Rube, and 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 Jaws, they literally, literally turned red because they knew they had to give it to me, man. They knew they had to say it. They yeah. knew they had to. Oh, I bet that hurt. I've been screaming it from the beginning, man. This this 49ers, yes, they are good. I'm not taking away any props from how good they are. Yeah. But I cannot, in the very least, say how much that I've been on this Eagles team and how physical they were and how. You'll see at the end of you know at the end of the season how good this team really is. We you know as as a as a guy that you know sits back and I want a Super Bowl with the same formula that they're using exact same formula. In fact, we ran the ball because we had the greatest offensive line to play. You know during that time period, we had a great offensive line, great, and that wouldn't include me, but it was guys like Alan Fanica. And Alan Fanica, I've seen him play against a defense that had a great linebacker. In fact, you would say Ray Lewis might be number the number one linebacker to ever play the game. You had Alan Fanica, one of the best offensive linemen guards to play the game. And I've seen that matchup when they had a matchup with those two on the field. And those two canceled each other out, which led to how do you win this game then? And the running game would win the game for them. They were more physical. And then they talk about Bosa this, Bosa that. You had two great tackles to block Bosa. So I just knew from from just from being in the same position that this Eagles offense was in and having a guy like um, Kelsey block Fred Warner and take him out the game, that they would cancel each other out. They just didn't have enough horses after those two guys, Bosa and, and Warren, to really, you know, go out and, and say, you know, they're going to beat this team. I mean, you saw Greenlaw. Come on, man. He's he's punching, trying to punch. He, he's that, punching. They, they he's embarrassed punching. themselves. That was ridiculous, man. Well, Fonga hitting themselves. hitting Jalen Smith. I mean, Jalen Hurts out of bounds. Yep. I mean, that's all that stuff was just you know out of character for a team. It just yeah, shows it, how it's sore they were. losers. They weren't used to, to having somebody beat them up, and they got beat up, and they didn't know how to respond to it. We went to the park and we took their ball, and they were mad because. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just think about though. Like this is the theme here, guys. I mean. They've outscored their opponents in the playoffs now, 69 to 14. You know, they, they have destroyed teams in front of them. We, you know, where the big question was, could they flip the switch back again? You know, with what they were doing really up until like week, I don't know, 13 or whatever it was, to, to really about the Bears game. Could they flip the switch and get it back? And they answered it loud and clear last week that they were back, right? And they're as healthy or healthier. They're healthier than any team. They get Avante Maddox back too. They're healthier than any team. They... This is not a coincidence, man, that they, they have dominated the way that they have. They're 16-3 and three through 19 games. That's dominance. So what they're doing in the playoffs should come as no surprise to anybody. It's not, this not is to a me. dominant football team. Right. You look at the stats across the board, this team has generated time and time again, and the narrative never changed from the national pundits about the Eagles are good, but it's always a but behind what they accomplish, man. And I'm like, really? I mean, really, can't you just say why, – why is it okay for you to give Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, San Francisco, Dallas, they're due all the time, but you just can't come out of your face and give the Eagles their due 
without putting a butter test to it. I'm just yeah, I, don't I, do I that. Don't blow do that. Me away. Why? Why? Yeah. I, I mean, didn't put a butt. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Didn't put a I didn't put any butts with it. Right. Or, or, or I didn't put any ifs with it either. Well, if if, if Jalen Hurts would have played those two games right. they lost, right. they would have won. I didn't put any butts around. I said, all right, you know, they're still the best team in the NFL. Oh, they don't got Jalen. I, I said, they're still the best team in the NFL. He will be back. And when he comes back, you'll see. I didn't waver anything when it comes to how good this team is and how they were constructed. Once Howie Roseman brought in Sue and he brought in Joseph, it finalized, and that was the final key that they need to open up the lock of going to the Super Bowl yeah. because they could stop the run then. Once they were able to stop the run, see, it was and – and I said this from the very beginning since last year. The only, the only Achilles heel that this defense had was their inability to stop teams on first down. First down, they would get so much chunk yardage on play, you know, throwing you know eight yard outs or, or running a ball, and now it's second and four, uh, third and two, that they couldn't compete on third down. Well, once they were able to alleviate that, play tighter coverage, and then they bring in the run stoppers up front, first down was no longer an Achilles heel. So that was the key to stop anybody from you know having you know a sustained amount of success against this defense. So once that happened, I, I knew it was all over with the ghost then, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it was over there because at that point, they were unstoppable on the defensive side of the ball. They could stop everybody on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. Yes, they'll have their, you know, they'll have their, you know, they'll have their problems against KC because, you know, you got Kelsey. Kelsey, the best tight end in the league. The best tight end in the league. He'll be out there. But we've seen a formula how to stop him. That defense of Cincinnati showed us how to do it. And our defense is way better than Cincinnati's defense. Yeah, I mean, there is no question. It it was, you know, it's pretty amazing. There was a lot that went down. It was a weird first quarter, right? I mean, you had had the Devontae Smith play where they they didn't challenge, which was brilliant by Devontae because he knew. He told them right away, let's go, hurry up. They go to hurry up. Shanahan doesn't throw the challenge play. Oh, my goodness. You had had a punt that hits a wire that there was never – Coincidentally, the Fox broadcast never had a replay of that right, because right. it was their wire, but whatever. Uh, but you had that. You had Purdy getting hurt. You had the chains break again. What's going on with the link chains, by the way? I, I right. Don't know <laughs> so Spend anyway. the money, get some great Dude, chains. Two, two games. What's up with this, man? Weird. I've never uh, seen weird. this stuff before. So well, there's like all these things you kind of rolled into one, but what your common themes are, you know, once again, is every time we talk about football, we talk about trenches and quarterback. Right, right. Trenches, <sighs> Eagles, a, a, against any opponent they're going to play. Jalen Hurts, yeah, I get it. Now he's going up against Mahomes. But, the, you know, Jalen Hurts had has played at an MVP level all year. He certainly was better than Brock Purdy going in. He's certainly better than Daniel Jones. It's not a coincidence why the Eagles are winning football games. They're better on both, both lines. The only advantage you could give the 49ers going into the game was linebacker. Just like the week before, the only advantage you could really give the Giants was running back. Mm-hmm. But every other position, basically, you gave it to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That's how you win, man. You're just better. You're a better all-around team. And, and they proved it again yesterday. Bro, we talk about, like, you know, we, we spoke in, you know, in our in our pregame meetings. And, you know, we, we're not going to make excuses like everybody else. We know Jalen Hurst was out. He was out. We know Lane Johnson, you know, has a torn abductor. Right. Torn now, not just ripped now, but it's torn. And and I don't know if you guys have heard it, but you know, there was a couple of um there was a couple of uh things on the on, on um Twitter where he you know he spoke on some shows where he said, All right, 
first game back from torn adductor. Well, it wasn't torn. It was it was it was torn, but it wasn't torn all the way. Ugh. He's out there battling against Thibodeau in the Giants game. Mm. A couple plays into it, he rips it all the way. Ugh. He rips it all the way. You know what I'm saying? And you know what he says? After it was ripped, he's like, "Man, it was a relief because now it was tore all the way and it didn't hurt. It hurt, but it didn't hurt as much because it was already torn." This dude is playing with no um, um, abduct on that right side. Bro. I don't know how he's doing it, man. Yeah, you know, I, 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 for the life of me, I don't know how he's doing. That's it. tough. This call being a tough sob. You, you know, want to hear a comp? You want to hear a good comp here? All right, Nick Bosa, the most vaunted defensive player in football, right? So they say. All right, three games in the postseason, zero sacks, one quarterback hit. Hassan mm. Reddick. All right, two games, three and a half sacks, four quarterback hits, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I don't, I'm not great at math, but I can do that math. And so I you, am know, you know what you get with that? You I get am dunk. Ah, da, da. Yes. <laughs> ah, okay. Da, da. And, and I, yes, back to your point. Lane Johnson is a bad MFR man. So, yeah. so I told so, you, man. That dude, yeah. he, he made, he's made of something other than human tissue. And I'm right, telling right. you, man. They, they made him in a lab somewhere. He made himself in a lab somewhere. I don't care but, what he was. You there, know what, Barry, though? I want to ask him. I want to ask Lane. Lane, so. Um, if the groin is that torn, uh, what do you do? How are you holding it in place, bro? I mean, you... bro, you know what? Oh, man. That's that's called that's called he understands the, the 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 magnitude of the moment. He understands that he can get a ring if Ooh. he fights through this. He sees what his brothers are out there doing. Ooh. Just like you know, just like you know, and, and he knew Nick Bosa would have a field day with the backup tackle. He yeah. knew this. So he went out there and fought through that because he knew he had to be out there for his squad, bro. He knew he had to be out there for his squad and did not give up a hurry and did not give up a sack in the game. And on, top, on, of, and on top of that, see, so he plays 60 minutes. And on top of that, he was supposed to be on our postgame show last night, right? Uh-huh. He was a no-show. So I texted him. I said, man, you must have been partying in the locker room so so much that you forgot all about us, you know? He said, man, Deacon, I was on the field so long, and when I, I couldn't get in the locker room, you know, to like so he he plays 60 minutes of football with this. He's still out there dancing and enjoying the festivities after the game. Instead of running to the locker room, hey man, give me a shot, something, you know, give me so whatever you're gonna do, man. Give me something. He's still out there partying on the field. That's what kind of dude he is, man. Yeah. Bro, that's that's there's nothing like man seeing guys go out there and fight for their brothers like that. Ooh. And you know what? You didn't see anybody hollering and cussing about touches. And, 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 no. and let me say this about Jalen Hurts. Everybody said, "Oh, he only threw for 140 some yards." 121. Well, no, 121 yards. Yeah. But look at what this defense. I mean, look at what this offense is. Look at the distribution of this offense on how yeah. they, how they, you know, how how they dis- distributed the ball. That's 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 where the game was won. The game was won. In in in, in statistics, yeah. You mute it. You mute it, B. Yeah, we got you muted. Oh, you muted, B. Back in yours, Barrett. Can you hear us? Something's wrong. He can't hear us. Uh-oh. And he's muted. Did he knock a cord loose or something? Xander, see if you can. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, just text him or something like that. He, I think something got <sighs> something got loose. But Rob, sure I, I said during the postgame show, I said, considering how the Eagles had compiled stats offensively all season, mm-hmm. we were so used, it was customary that at least one player would have 100 yards in some category, whether it was right. running or receiving. Yeah. And it just blew me away when I was looking at the stats in the postgame show. Your leading rusher had 
48 yards? Right. Your leading receiver had 30-something yards? It, it, it's crazy. And it's, look at the lack of catches, too. It's just, It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, 49ers trying to hold me back. There, 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 there we go. The 49ers trying to hold me back, man. That was weird. You were muted <laughs> and, and you couldn't hear us. I don't know what well, happened. Look, so so then you got Dallas Goddard. Yeah. He had six targets, five receptions for 23 yards. Yeah. Uh, right. Brown, eight targets. He had four catches for, for 28 yards. Devontae Smith, three catches. I mean, uh, three targets, two catches for 36 yeah. yards. And Kenneth Gainwell, three targets, two catches for 26 yards. Yeah. What that is, that's a great bowl of soup. You got mm-hmm. all these different ingredients blended together, and it comes out to a win, a winning dish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all about stats, man. It's about mm-hmm. you winning the game and him executing an offense to win the game. Uh, you know, they, they call an offense to win this game. This is the best defense the NFL had to offer against this Eagles team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they couldn't play themselves, which is the best defense. They couldn't play themselves. But they showed who the best defense was. Last night, well, I mean, come on, man. You know, you people are just trying to downplay the fact that we had four guys with 10, 10 sacks or more. You know what it is, guys? It's the same excuses that carried over from the regular season. It started off by people saying you haven't played anybody all year. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you know, they beat the Vikings, the Cowboys, you know, other playoff mm-hmm. teams a long way, but people ignored that and they ignored that it's a there's a lot of parity in the league. Then we went to the playoffs, and it's like, oh, that Giants team shouldn't even have been there. They overachieved. They have Daniel Jones. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, more excuses. Then this week it was, well, you've already played a third-string quarterback, and then he got hurt. No matter what happens, there are going to be a, there's going to be a percentage of people that just want to downplay and knock what the Eagles are doing. Meanwhile, you're in total denial because you're not seeing how good this team is. You'll see it in, in 13 days. Right, uh, right. But, but you, you can just sit there and keep doing this kind of nonsense, and that's fine. The Eagles feed off of it. Keep keep telling me how, how, how you know, they're not very good and they're lucky and they're fortunate and all that, and they'll just keep kicking ass. I mean, that's really all it is. That's all they do, bro. That's all they do, man. And I, I for instance, you know, when I, I can't wait till we get down when we can just break down the game. We can talk about breaking down the game, but just a little thing. Everybody talk about you can't run the read option against this defense because they're so fast. So what the Eagles did when they went in, they went in with the same concept. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run the read option or RPO, whatever you want to call it. But this is how we're going to run it. They're going to continue to hand the ball off. If the end closes, he's going to pull it, and, and Jalen's going to run. Well, Bosa played it great the first three times they ran it. He ran straight up the field so in a, in a, um, in a direction where he couldn't <clears> hand it off and he had to keep it but he was still fast enough to get to the outside. So what do they do? They change it around. They do the same thing, but now the course of the back chains. So when Kenneth Gainwell is in there, they understood that he's faster than maybe Miles Sanders and he's faster than Boston Scott. So they made his angle different. They changed his angle in it. So the reason why they were running a read option was having some success, he's faster than Bosa. So what they did was they rolled him a little less on the mesh point Gave the ball to him, and he ran it outside and beat everybody to the corner. That's called evolving as an offense. Understanding we're going to hand it to this running back, but we're going to change his path. And it worked to perfection. You have to evolve as you go on. And that's why they were able to run the read option and still be able to use Jalen Hurts and him on being on the field and the defense being aware of what he can do, but also changing the running back and making him a pivotal guy in the running game. 
I, I did think it was interesting, though, after the Eagles scored their first touchdown on the Eagles' next three series. They had a grand total of 13 yards because the 49ers found a way to blanket that. And they got Jalen behind the line of scrimmage a few times. They stonewalled the running game. And then all of a sudden, it's a game of point, counterpoint. Yes. You adjust, we're going to adjust. You keep adjust, we're going to adjust. Go to that fourth quarter. The one series, and we're all still worried about this Jalen shoulder thing. He ran the ball like three or four times, quarterback quarterback call runs, three or four times on that series of loosening them up. Yeah. And you sit there going, but oh. see, that was that was asinine there. I, I was I was yeah, kind of pissed oh. off about that. I was and then you saw the you saw the one where he got brought down. He turned his back. He got hit. You see how slow he got up. Yep. And he was grimacing yep. a little bit. Yep. Yep. But he, I'm like, oh man, that's a little dangerous. But he got up, finished the game. It's yep. the most important thing. Now he's yep. got two weeks to get that baby ready again. No question. No question. All right, let's come back. Let's dig deeper into the defense. Let's dig deeper into the offense. Some crazy line change, line movement, guys, on this uh, on this spread for the Super Bowl, which initially opened as the Chiefs as a two and a half point favorite, but has moved quite a bit since, and we'll read yeah. into that as well. So a lot to dive into here for sure. But it is Super Bowl Monday. Super Bowl Monday. Let's Say it again. Say it again. Super Bowl Monday. Let's go. Oh uh, yeah, baby. Oh Let's yeah. Go. One Let's more. go. Sports One take. More Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right back, we'll keep rolling with the birds. All right, right now I want to tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because knowing who to trust with your finances can be a scary proposition, and I'm right there in the front of the line with you. But I can tell you from personal experience that Jim is someone that you can trust, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business, you're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. Look, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't talk to you about this if I haven't uh, personally experienced it, right? I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers to Jim, and I'm telling you, I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751, or you could email him as well, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits go for the scene go for the screens go for the gallery go for the win go to ocean Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town.
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. back we are back and the eagles are in the super bowl the eagles are in the super bowl and we are back and they took care of business yesterday allowing seven points knocking two quarterbacks out in the process and just generally taking it to them guys let's talk about what might go down as the greatest free agent signing in the history of the organization and Hassan reddick okay uh two more sacks yesterday a forced fumble to fumble recovery three and a half sacks four quarterback hits uh, thus far through uh, two playoff games, still has one game to play. Um, this has been nothing short of remarkable what this guy's done. And, you know, whether or not people want to give him defensive player of the year or give him the respect, you know, whatever. I don't know what the situation is. I don't, for the life of me, I can't believe he's played for three teams in three years. That's I don't know how that's happened either. But he has turned himself into uh, just an absolute force on the defensive side of the ball. Once Gannon figured out how to utilize them, <clears throat> turned him loose. I mean, think about this. Double-digit sacks with three different teams in three years. You know, and you're right, Rob. I, I said that when they signed him. Who in their right mind would let somebody go like that when everybody's looking for a premier edge rusher? You know, and early in the season when he was struggling, I guess it came down to Gannon trying to get to know him, him trying to get to know Gannon. I said, I was one of the first ones to say, I thought you best utilize – when you have an assassin like that, a rushing assassin, move him around and try to find a weak link. And Barry said, no, no, let him settle in on one side. And then I like what Gannon said a few weeks ago. If I had been dropping him back in coverage, he might have had 25 sacks. And you stand and you look at it now, and you're right. He probably would have had 25 sacks had, they un- had Gannon understood him a little bit better the first four or five games of the season. But that was the feeling out process. So understand. But the fact that the fact that this dude – continues to just rack up sacks no matter what scheme you put him in. My goodness, how do the decision makers not look at that? That should be a, a, a vital part of the criteria when you look at who does, who's deciding who the uh, defensive player of the year is. Uh, okay, we understand both are racked up 18 and a half, but it's got to run deeper than that. It has to run much deeper than that. The body of work he's put on the field for three years – and I'm looking at stats. I've never seen that before. I don't think it has ever happened before in the history uh, since since they started keeping stats. To be honest, you're right, Degon. I mean, they 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 didn't know how to use them the first four games, and the reason why I said just just you know you just gotta let him fill it out, filling out process, let him go hunt. It's because just put him somewhere. He said, "All right, I want to be right here." And just let him go. Let him right. go out there, and and he's gonna find his way. He's gonna be that guy. Usually, in all in all actuality, usually you put your best pass rusher over the left side, the blind side of a quarterback. 
I would have put him over there. But I guess he felt more comfortable being at the left defensive end, mm-hmm. which is rushing the right, right quarterback. Because usually your best pass blocker is usually on the left side. Mm-hmm. And I guess he wanted to go against the right. Usually he's the guy that's not as good as the other ones. But that's right in front of the quarterback, right in front of his face. You want to go from the backside. But he has been bananas. And it's, and it's not just like years before. And me and you talk about this all the time, Rob. Mm-hmm. On He would get like one game like against the Giants and have like five sacks. Yeah, he go crazy. And he, yeah, yeah, and he ended up with double digit sacks because that had one get one with one rush here, one with rush here, one rush there. No, he's he's got a, a total game now. He's changed his whole portfolio of moves. He is almost unstoppable now, man, because he can just he's killing folks, man. They tried to double team, but that sack when he when he hit uh when he hit the quarterback and knocked him out the game, mm-hmm. he was actually double teamed by two tight ends. They just couldn't handle it. Yeah, they couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how good he is now, man. He's got a knack for the strip sack. We know that. Um, he he's got it. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that he, even if he doesn't get the sack, he's right in there on a play, right? You know, right, and just forces problems for a guy. He either releases it too soon or whatever, or somebody else gets a sack as a result of it. I, I mean, he is what a motor too. I mean, you're not talking about the biggest guy in the world, comparatively speaking, to what we generally see here. He, he's more built like a linebacker safety yeah. than he is an edge rusher. But it doesn't matter, man. Mm-hmm. And he's great with his hands. He is unbelievable with the, the ability to, sh- to shed guys and just, Barrett, you know all the techniques that you had to deal with forever. He's got them all, man. He can. He got great ankle bend. See, the, 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 the thing that makes great pass rushers great – is ankle bend because the reason I say ankle bend is you can turn and have your body leaning almost, you know, almost, you know, perpendicular to the line of scrimmage, going around the corner, keeping your balance and staying up. Most guys don't have that ankle bend to stay up while they're turning the corner and then a power enough force to go through and finish the play. He has it. BG has it. We're seeing sweat has these guys have that knack and he is, he's, he's taking it to another level, man, as far as his pass rushing, his spin inside, his rip inside, his the way he knocks his hands off and goes around the court, um, around the, um, the tackle and gets to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, everybody on the stream also, when you watch the interior, watch how Hargraves was whooping tail. He really he was a monster yesterday. Yep. yep. Monster. Watch and, you him. Know- Great all year, Barrett. You know what I mean? Like this is a guy from the interior who was in double digit sacks. Right, right. That's carried right over into the playoffs. They've had so many guys had have great years. Hargrave had a great year. Reddick had a great year. Brandon Graham had a great year. Sweat had a great year. You know, this Fletcher Cox, for all the heat he gets, and I get it, he's not the same player he was seven, eight years ago, is still a stud. Then you throw Joseph and Sue into the mix. Yeah. <sighs> Give me a better defensive line. I'll wait. <laughs> really i mean it's not even close and you're right gunner they figured out the run to an extent yeah i mean mm-hmm. I, did mccaffrey get make a great first of all that's a great player making a great play where he broke like three tackles and scored that, okay. that was a heck of a run my you know, goodness. sometimes you tip your hat and say that dude's pretty good yeah right yeah. as right. opposed to all oh, the eagles <laughs> yeah. like come yeah. on man. yeah yeah he gets paid too hey, gets hey, paid there you go handsome. there you go so there you go you they know were, what they were awesome in every phase 
Every on team has, has a great player. Every team has high-paid players. They get paid, too. And sometimes you got to give up a little to get a little. And they gave yeah. up on that one play. But that was about it for them. That was it. You know, as far as the overall game plan on both sides of the ball, that's the highlight of their final game of the season, that touchdown run by McCaffrey. You know, that was it. But outside of that, nope. Not today. Not here. Not now. No. Yeah. No. No. It was – it was unbelievable what they've done. And you and look, continue to do. I mean, they forced three more fumbles yesterday. I mentioned they're the first team since that Ravens team. Like they're Ravens are one of those teams, like the the, the 2000 Ravens, the, the 85 Bears, there's a few others that we always look at and, and they're always the measuring stick, right? They're always the teams that you refer back to. Well, okay, they're doing something right now that hasn't been done since that Ravens team with mm-hmm. seven points allowed in two postseason games. It hasn't happened since then. You know, it, it's just it's amazing what they're doing. But I, I will say this. And I, I respect Kyle Shanahan big time. What are you doing with tight ends on Hassan Reddick? What are you yeah, doing? What, what are you thinking? I mean, did, I don't know. Did uh, you not ahead. watch the film? Yeah. Did you did you not did you not understand that right tackles can't stop this man? What made you think a tight end was going to stop him? He's become well, the guy Reddick has that I'll let anybody else beat me but him. And you're exactly. going to tight ends on him? I don't get it. I'm, you know what? And everybody talk about Shanahan being a better coach than uh, than than we have. You know what I'm saying? And and I, it's, it's like I'm pointing the finger. You said it's about it. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that right now because every, all for the past two months, you guys been telling me I'm not not you guys here, but everybody's been telling me the 49ers are a better team. They got a better coaching staff. Their defense coordinator is better than your defense coordinator. Your defense, their defense is better than your defense. No, they're not. I've been saying it. They're not. They have been good. They've been great. But my defense has been greater. Bruh, 70 sacks. They had over 20, 30 less than, um, than, um, than, than, you know, the four and a half. Yeah, the, the, next, had... the second next next team. Yeah, I mean. It was 40, 44. Yeah. 44 to 70, the, the 49. Yeah, and we knew after Bosa, they, the, the other guys don't get after the quarterback. Like, the thing is, you can – this is where I think we struggle as human beings, right? Generally, you can say that the Niners are a really good defense, right? But right. they're not the Eagles, man. No. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying right there. I mean, th- I mean, think about this for a moment. In 19 games, they now have 78 sacks. With one game left to play, this team is going to surpass 80 sacks. Right. They're 80 sacks. At Insane. least get to 80. At least get to 80. They had 29 last year. I mean, seriously. I, I can't say that enough. They had second fewest sacks in football. That's, that's, that's um, crazy. I haven't sense. uttered I haven't uttered the term yet, but I think it's about time now that we're 42 minutes in. Uh, uh, Gandwagon, uh, anyone? Anyone? Gunner, you want to get on? Barrett uh, and I have been enjoying the rot. We, we had some – we had a catered we, – we, we were eating. Oh, whole time. We, hold up, oh, hold yeah, up. Oh, it was good. Oh, we, really? We had, we had drinks. Oh, okay. uh, really? We had music. What? We had entertainment. It, it you- was awesome. Was that also at the time when you put it in the barn and said it was under repair? No, no, no. It got repairs now. Oh, now it's it's oh, rolling when it mattered the most. Right, oh, right, right, oh, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that yes. was coming sooner or later. You're welcome. So I will to tell come you on. Come no, on. I, I'm in the back seat. Come I'm on, on the back seat. Oh, you're in now. I'm on the back seat. I told you. I told you I went from the back Last seat. Last time you were waving at us as we as we No, that, that was when you said it was in the barn for repairs. Now, come on now. You now I'm in the back seat. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm in the back seat. We had surf and turf, Barrett. Nah, it was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, surf and turf. It was. You went from McDonald's to surf and turf? Correct. Bruh, bruh. I mean, they 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 had sushi. 
They had sushi in it, man. Oh. I, I, you know, I, I had oh, the dragon man. roll, man. We had I, a DJ who was killing it. It was, it was, it was on, man. It was lit, as the kids would say. It was lit <laughs> on a gang wagon. We've been kicking it, you know, man. Me and me and me and uh, me and Gannon, we put down a couple, you know, what I'm saying seven and sevens, you know. Oh man. Yeah, uh, we were kicking it, you know. No, I mean, I, look, I, the defense is out of this world, man, and I, and and a lot of it, I give Gannon props, and we we have fun with that. But but the, the what Howie did to upgrade this thing with Reddick, with CJ Gardner Johnson, you know, and the timing of getting Avante Maddox back, right, 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 you know, couldn't it's have been huge, better, huge, you know, and especially what huge. you're going to be dealing with with this Kansas City team to be at full strength on that defense is just huge, man. How about Kansas City finding a way to win a game without three receivers? Incredible. Their whole, their whole success is predicated on passing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the throw, I know that everybody's going to talk about the run from Mahomes, which was unbelievable with yeah, considering yeah. his ankle. But the throw he makes for the touchdown pass. Oh, my on goodness. Their, you know, steps up in the pocket, kind of on one leg, and puts just enough heat on it where the D-back was like a split second behind it after, after, after the catch is made. He is, he is different, man. Dude, the story, and, and I know we'll get into it later next, uh, later this week, and all next yeah. week. Yeah. But after the game, I'm sitting there thinking, the storylines for this Super Bowl is incredible. Kelsey oh. versus Kelsey, oh. Andy Reid against his former team. Yeah. You know the front office. Uh, Beach, what's the Beach? Who was Beach? Uh, Beach was, is, here. It was an Eagle, and and he's from it, Central PA. Yes. The storylines <laughs> of this game are incredible, man. It's Rick Holder, the, the trainer who we 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 all know. Oh yeah, my one goodness! Respect the trainers. There, there, there are. Oh my goodness! Players. I talk to him all the time. You know, yeah. he, he texts me out of the blue all the time. I talk to him all the time. You're right. He he's he's one of the. I think he's like the the president of the trainer association for the National Football something like. I mean, it's just the storylines are incredible going into this game, and I know it's going to be hyped up, especially next week when the team sets down in Arizona. And B. Brooks, when you get out there, make sure you look at my brother, man. He'll kick it with you. So make sure you find him. Oh, oh Marvin's getting him, Marvin's out there this yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. man. All right. Yeah, Barrett's going to be heading out later uh, later in the week. We'll hold down the fort here in Philly. But, yeah, no, there's no question. I mean, it, it is going to be a wild week. You're right. The storylines, I mean, the the Kelsey brothers, we got to try and get uh, Mama Kelsey on too, by the way. We got we got we to try and work our magic there. That's the crazy. Kelsey, the Kelsey brothers, Andy Reid, who spent 14 years here, and, and you know, you're taking him on. And and by the way, there are still guys on this rast- roster that Andy drafted. Yes. How crazy is yes. Kelsey? Yes. What's your cox? Fletcher. Fletcher. Brandon Kelsey. Graham. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Yep. Yes. There are still guys here. So, there, you know, the Andy impact is still being felt. It's it's um, first time two African-American quarterbacks are, are, are going against each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Crazy. It, it's 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 phenomenal, man. That let's let's talk about those four core group of guys, man. Four core group of guys that have been, you know, been there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, been yeah. there, and they're Through the ones that are the, the the pivotal point, the pillars of the team. There's six guys from the Super Bowl to the left. Those right. four guys. That that's uh BG, Fletcher Cox, Kelsey, Lane from the Super Bowl. Yeah, Levada, the 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 uh, snapper. And Elliot, the um, place yeah, kicker. Yeah, yeah. Those are the only six guys that are on the, that were on the team Barrett, from the last point. Super Bowl. That's how quick it changes. Yes. That, you know what I mean? Like, we talked all year about, hey, with Hertz's contract, man, you got to take advantage of this because you never yes. know what happened. And all the free yes. agents, they have, you got to take advantage of it. And to, the Eagles are taking advantage of it. And it's not just that. It's just it changes so quickly in this league. It's the ultimate not-for-long league. 
Look at the Rams. Absolutely. The Rams Absolutely. won a Super Bowl last year. Yeah. This year, they almost had their coach step down. They're yep. in, in cap hell. They have no draft picks. Their future does not look bright. It happens yep. like that on a dime in that league. And look at this team. They hired a bunch of mercenaries, and we're worried about who they're going to keep. Oh, by the way, they have two draft picks in the first round to replenish the cupboard. You know, look at the position this team is in financially, position-wise, compared to what the Rams – the Rams sold their souls for that one moment of glory. They got it. Now they got to start all over again. Yeah. Okay, yep. with nothing in the cupboard. Yeah, and the so, Eagles may lose some people, uh, Gunner. Oh, yeah. They have oh, a number absolutely. 10 overall pick, and they have their pick in the first round. Absolutely. So it's not like you, you, you pushed every chip in and you got nothing, and you better hope. Like again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I get it, but you're you're not in this dire straight situation that the that the LA Rams are going to be in. You're in a situation where you can sustain this with the right moves, with ah, da, da. choosing who comes back, that's with drafting right. the right people, that's right. all those kind of things. Well, and that's bro, again where you give props to Howie. Bro, that's and Rob. You just hit the you know the, the the head of that nail, man. Because the Rams sold their soul for that Super Bowl. We're in the Super Bowl. We didn't sell our soul. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, we're not locked into all mm-hmm. those contracts nope. like the Rams are. Right. Nope. They're in salary cap hell right now. We're going to retool next year, but we don't have the contracts that they have. Now, we will have to pay a quarterback. They paid their quarterback already. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're going right. to have to pay a quarterback. It's the cost of doing business. That's a good thing. Yeah. Good problem. So yeah. that, means, that means who's playing at a high level, right? Exactly. It's a good problem. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. Listen, we got a lot of folks watching. I want to remind everybody, if you can, please. Hit the like button. So what that means is it's not just so Derek and Barrett and I can feel good about ourselves that, that we're seeing a bunch of thumbs ups. Okay. It's not just that it, it will, it will allow YouTube to show more people our show. Okay. It, get greater exposure for the show, get more people watching the show. That's what we're looking for. All right. And we appreciate if you guys could smash the like button today, just, just, just obliterate it, man. Do it what the Eagles did to the San Francisco 49ers yesterday <laughs> to the like button. Okay. Have a, let's all be Hassan Reddick's. With the like button and just smash that bad boy. How about that, man? But yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing. You're set up nicely. You do have some decisions to make. There's no question about that. But you have. We're you- not talking about that right now. We're no, talking no, about going, to, right, going right. to Arizona to whoop some ass. Well, okay, so let, let's look at uh, uh, Hassan, uh, Javon Hargrave, what he was able to do. But it's not just those guys. Right. It's not just them. This is across the board. I thought the linebackers played well yesterday. And, you know, the much more kind of maligned linebackers, the Eagles, I guess they were just being overshadowed by the 49ers linebackers who were studs, you know, in their own right. But, man, they, they were just all over it, man. It was like a feeding frenzy across the board. Yeah. And especially one, and once they identified, hey, man, they can't throw the ball, all they did was stack the line of scrimmage and dare you. Man, 49ers tried reverses with Debo. They tried yep. all kinds of stuff just to make it respectable. Eagles wasn't having it. Man, they flooded every lane you could possibly flood. You know, and even McCaffrey trying to throw a ball. Where did he throw it? Open space. But nothing but green pasture in front of him when he threw that ball, man. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was a perfect storm. Yeah, you couldn't have written a better script for the way this thing went down and the way it ended, man. No, no question. No, you couldn't have. I mean, you could not have, look. The first series, they knocked Purdy out. The first series, I mean, it was That's, immediate. It's insane. Yeah, you know, I've and never, then I've never seen a game like that. Never. Johnson comes in later, and you get him. And 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 you know, again, this is what we. It isn't like all of a sudden the defense started playing. It isn't like all of a sudden the offense started being able to adapt to whatever the whatever the kind of game it is. It, this is the nature of who they are. They're built 
as a they're not a one-dimensional team in any way. Right. They can beat you any different kind of way. That's what makes you feel good about big games with them. Absolutely. Because they can do it different ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. I I love the fact that this team came out solidarity. They knew what they had in the fans. They knew that was going to be a distinct advantage for them. And they played to that all week long. They kept telling people, we understand that you're going to have at least 10,000 grandmas cussing you out. <laughs> Aunts cussing you out. You know what I'm saying? There was going to be kids. Clergy. They weren't going yeah. to be cussing, but they're going to say something. <laughs> they knew it would be a decided advantage against them, man. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I feel, I feel, I don't feel sorry for him. I'm going to say this. Yeah, I do. I feel sorry for Purdy, man. That he walked into a, a hornet's nest. You know, he walked in a, in a fire with gasoline draws on, man, because <laughs> they try to hype him up like he's been there before. He's done it. He's played in big games. He's like, he's got a lot of experience, you know, playing all those games in college. There's nothing like coming into a Philadelphia sport, not just the Eagles, but a Philadelphia sports fandom and trying to stop what they're unleashing on you. Guys, Bro, I'm, I, I'm monitoring this. So I, as soon as I get up yesterday, I, I was up pretty early, but I, I'm looking at, you know, local news, I'm looking at Twitter, et cetera. And I see that the tailgating, they were trying to line up to get into the Wells Fargo at four. It was like 4.15 a.m. What? Yeah, that's when they started. The, the lines were backed up off of Broad Street. Jeez. And the other, the other, you know, arteries that lead into, you know, wherever it could be Citizens Bank Park, could be the link, could be uh, Wells Fargo. And there was a Villanova game as well at noon, which just added to the insanity. But, and Barrett, you might be able to speak to this, having trying to get down there early. But it was mayhem down there, like absolute craziness. Bro, it took me literally. I got off the highway. I'm, I live in Jersey. I get off the highway, and, I, I, and I'm, I'm going over the bridge. And as soon as I get to the bridge, it was backed up at the bridge. You know what I'm saying? What, like what time the, was yeah, that? What time was that? Yeah, what time? This was that I, I tried to get there by 10 o'clock. Okay. So I'm over the bridge. I'm paying the toll at uh at, at 10 o'clock. Nice. So five hours before kickoff. I didn't get to my parking space where I parked at until 11.15. Are you serious? Wow. I'm not yep. surprised. Wow. Based on what Rob said, I'm not surprised. And wasn't there another game there at the Wells Fargo Center? Yeah, Nova. Nova was playing. Bill Nova, yep. Uh, Jeez. Providence. My, my buddy said he was on – the Platte Bridge, for people, the Platte Bridge is not a big bridge. It's a small no. bridge, but it's a nice alternative for folks like Gunner and I who are coming from coming down 95, okay? Yeah. It's a nice way to, to jump off if 95 is crazy. So a lot of us, take I take that way quite a bit. But that spills you right near, the not far from the Wells Fargo Center once you get Absolutely. off. Absolutely. And it's a, sh it's a small bridge. My buddy sat on that bridge for an hour and change yesterday. What? Ju just on the Platte Bridge. Hey, dude, I'm going to tell you, man, in the 26 years I've been here, and considering some of the issues they've had, I've, there's been times when I've had to sit like on the top of that bridge for 30, 45 minutes, and I'm not a nervous person. I don't that that bridge makes me nervous sometimes, dude. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. It's not <laughs> a lot of wiggle room, man. If uh, stuff starts going wrong on that bridge, no, Bruh, it was. Accidents? Oh my goodness, it yeah. was ridiculous, man. I, it, it it took me took me an hour and fifteen minutes to get there, but it wasn't like I was bored. It wasn't like I was. I mean, because I'm I'm literally enjoying what I was seeing there. I was enjoying how they were getting all, you know, I mean, they were getting mucked up and, and, and ready to rock mm -hmm. at, at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. They were ready to roll. Oh, they were ready. They were. They, they were, were in a frenzy. Yeah. yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they were going to be in a frenzy. And then 
I don't know why teams do this in the playoff. I don't understand why teams come. I guess they'll learn now. But don't go disrespect Rocky. I mean, I don't understand what the hell is wrong with you. We don't yeah. go piss on your Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Why do you come yeah. out there? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're right. But but haven't you, no, haven't true, you learned from previous times when you when you pull that that BS? It Vikings fans did every time. And, I know. And, and that's what happened, man. You remember those clowns who who did the dance? The, the Padres guys who were doing their little shuffle around. Oh remember yeah. Those, oh yeah. Those and with the little song. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that yeah. work out? How yeah. did it work out for the Vikings fans? Yeah, there, there exactly. it is right there. Yeah. Bro- Brocky, Brocky Balboa. Yeah, yeah. Brocky yeah. Balboa. Yep. Yeah. Are you there guys you go. Yeah. I mean, we don't go pissing on your bridge. Yeah, yeah. Man. Leave, our, leave our stuff alone, bro. It's, this this, you know, this uh, Niners all day, dude, man. You know, it's funny, man. You still talking trash. He's, you know, Brocky Balboa, really? Yeah. How'd that work out for you? But he's got nothing. It's it's sad, actually. It really is. Like it, it's sad for a couple of reasons. But hey, he's One, still he's still on the chat, man. So we, yeah, he's still yapping. You know, I mean, he, but still, you know what? At least he's brave enough to be on the chat because Dallas fans, we heard crickets from. Yeah, they. Yeah. This guy's been here. He's been they here. Have. He's been here the entire time. Yeah, he's been here the whole two months, and he's been he been you know. But oh, the, my only issue oh, is like, oh, look at Niners. Oh, really? Oh, no, the only so he, he wants he's trying to rip us because he's got nothing else. I don't but, but that he, dude, man. You know, you know he has say. no life, man. Be a man, take your beating, and tip your hat. The better team won. Instead, you make excuses. You sound pathetic on there. I mean, right, that's right. really what it is. More than anything else, it's pathetic. Own it. You got beat. Right. The better team won. Tip your hat. And, oh, and not not only did you get beat. But we did analyze and break down exactly what we were going to do to you. So get that. You know what I'm saying? Take the, take the, everything that I said and I've been saying for two months, wrap it up, and shove it where the sun don't shine. Thank you. And you know what? And, and uh, to, to, to the Niners all day, to steal a line from the movie Friday, you got knocked the bleep out. Yes. You, <laughs> you, got, hey, you got knocked the out, man, baby. <laughs> you little crybaby. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, let's hit it, and we will come back. We'll go to the offensive side of the ball. It's not one that if you didn't see the game, you're going to say, whoa, look at the numbers. No, but you got to understand what this team is capable of doing and who they were able to run the ball on yesterday, a team that was arguably the most dominant uh, in football against the run. So we'll talk about that. We're going to, hey, we're going to dive into that Chiefs win last night and the matchup with the Eagles for sure. A lot of NFL stuff happening, comings and goings and whatnot. We got all kinds of stuff. I'll tell you some fascinating stuff, uh, you know, from, from the odds prior to the season, guys, and what they ended up being uh, where the Eagles are. So we'll get into all those kind of things when we come back. He's Derek. He's Barrett. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Super Bowl Monday. Yes. Let's talk about ProAction Restoration. ProAction Restoration is the place that you call if you have a home, you have a business, you have a property that goes through, and it is tough, man, the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage, all right? I want to get you prepared just in case, just in case, or if you're going through it, these are the people you reach out to because ProAction Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've experienced it. I had it happen to me at my parents' house, unfortunately. I called ProAction on a Saturday. They got right over. They cleaned it up. The crew was professional. The price was right. It was everything in a, in a really tough situation that you would have wanted. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. Again, could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold remediation. If you're not really sure, just reach out for, to a, for a consultation. 610-623-3760. 610 610- 
323-3760 or online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondly hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. We're back. Happy, happy Monday, everybody. Hope you enjoyed yesterday. It was fun, man. And I know. Why, why does that music sound so much better today? <laughs> why? Why is it? I'm with you, man. I'm oh, with you, Gunner. It does sound good. It's Not soothing it? to the soul. I was. Um, it's funny. The, the um, I don't know if you guys saw some of the shots of the the celebrating and, and all the stuff that was going on in the streets. So I'm doing the post game show yesterday. I'm thinking. I know, I know my son went down and tailgated uh, before the game. He didn't have tickets, right? So he went down with his, with his buddies from Temple. 
So, um, they get on tag. I'm like, all right, let me see what he's up to after the game. So I just texted him. I just said, basically, you know, like, I'm not sure I can pull up the picture for you guys. I should have sent it to Xander. Um, I said, basically, like, you know, what are you up to? And he sends me back this. Can you guys see that picture? That's him in the, in the, in the sea of humanity there. Can you guys see that? <laughs> we can barely see it, man. All right. How's that? Is that better? Yeah. Send it to Xander. Send it to Xander. Yeah. I'll send yeah. it to Xander. Yeah. I'll send it to Xander right now. I'll send it to you guys. But, but that was, that's how he answered me. Like I, I you know, it, just, just funny, man. He was out there. He was having fun. He, he was being a, uh, a Philadelphian and enjoying himself mm-hmm. with, with all the people. But, you know, of everything I heard, there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, of craziness in terms of arrests or any of that kind of stuff. So, People have fun, man. That's what it's all about. You know, we have uh, we have Mark Farzetta. You know, he co-hosts the pregame show with us. And um, so he stayed because he's moved from the city. You know, and he has a house out near Wingate or somewhere. And I, I don't know exactly where that is, but it's further for him. So he stayed and watched most of the game with us. And then he decided to go from Ocean Casino to City Hall to, 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 to partake oh, in the boy. festivities. So we had him on live for about a minute. Uh, amongst the revelers, man, it seemed pretty tame compared to 17. Yeah, I think it was. You know, um, and I'm you know, I've been checking Twitter, so I haven't seen any re- police reports about anything extraneous going on down there. People nope. enjoyed the moment. Uh, obviously, you can't climb the poles like you used to, but you know, some uh, tried, <laughs> so I'm sure some tried. Uh, but you know, it was pretty tame. You know, people, people joined the moment and rightfully so, but I think for the most part, unless somebody can tell me different. Everything was more respectable than, I mean, you think about a lot of cities breaking windows, you know, lighting fires and stuff like that. I didn't see any of that stuff. Well, I think here's the thing. I I think we're in a good um, sort of place right now as a fan base, I guess, to this extent. I certainly don't think that we're taking it for granted that the Eagles are back after five years. I think right. you're, you're, you're right. you know what I mean? Right. So I think they absolutely appreciate that this doesn't happen all that often and, and, and enjoy it, man. Two and five years is awesome. But I also think they're looking at it like, okay, you know, we, we've, we've been here five years ago. There, I think there was one arrest when it was like one disorderly. It was nothing when okay. the Eagles won. Okay. okay. In, 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 you know, 2017. And then I think, you know, the Phillies being in the super, like maybe we're getting, in the mode of, you know what, this is who we are now, you know, city of winners. And I'm sure it's going to be way crazier if the Eagles win a Super Bowl, but I think people are, are approaching it kind of with the right feel right now. Absolutely. Right? You know, around the city. Enjoy the moment, man, to the best of the ability. I mean, you, you don't have to destroy property to enjoy and revel in the glory of your team, yep. your heartbeat, achieving the ultimate goal of getting to that big game. You know, especially when you're in a city of this man, of this size, man. You know, fourth largest TV market in America. It's a large city, huge fan base. You can go out and enjoy and, and revel and go crazy and live to tell stories 10, 20 years from now where you were in that moment. But don't be destructive about it, man. And that's why I said I've been closely monitoring social media in terms of because you know everybody's going to get pictures of something. You right. know, with 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 phones nowadays. I I don't know. Did you guys see? I didn't see anything burning. Did you? No, now, I didn't see anything either. There were some fires, by the way, near the Chiefs uh, stadium in Kansas City. Not whatever. I mean, that's that's their issue. But it, they, there was some craziness that went on there. But Bro. no, it was it was really clean here. No, I mean, because yeah, we're because we're, we're getting we're getting kind of accustomed to the success we're having now. You know, I mean, just like you know, the 49ers, are they they might be the Buffalo Bills of uh 
football now. You know, they get to the championship game. They just can't get out of it. Yeah. They can't get yeah. past it. Yeah. They went to the Super Bowl. They lost. Yeah. Uh, we went to the Super Bowl. We won. You know, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, it's, it's, it's not what you're talking about, how you're talking about throughout the season. I just get pissed off because I want a little more respect on, on the Eagles' name. It's, but not it's, gonna it's not going to happen, Brooks. It's at the end, yes, at the end of which, you know what I'm saying, you know, this that's where you you, you really learn who you are as a team. Yeah. We, this team is all about. They're about winning, man. And, and you know, I've been saying for the past, you know, couple, it's, the Eagles are the best team, not just the NFC. Everybody tried to push me in the NFC. No, I've been saying in the NFL. When we went down on our list, go to the shows, went to our list. I have the Eagles <clears throat> number one throughout, you know, the majority of, of the year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Number one, and then Kansas City, Buffalo after that. Well, no, I'll say I'll, I'll take that back. Start from halfway through the year. Halfway through the year, the game before we lost to uh, we lost the um, to uh, what do you call it? The um, the Commanders. Yeah, yeah. From that point on, I was like, you know what? This team is still the best team in the NFL, better than all those AFC teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean. The reason I say that is not because of it's not even because of Jalen Hurts, and it's and Jalen Hurts is the biggest you know key. But the trenches, man, the trenches on how you are, are how you win games. The trenches. If you can be solid in the trenches, it makes your team better. It it it, it hides a lot of the flaws that you have everywhere else when your trenches are good. Mm-hmm. When you have a great defensive line that could pass rush, it makes your cornerbacks look even better than what they are. It makes your quarterback when your offensive line is good. It makes you your quarterback and your running back look better than what they are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just it just gives you the autonomy to do a lot more. What sometimes a lot less it makes it look even better when you're a lot more than and you give to what the offensive line is about. Yeah, this team is built. That's why they build these teams. Well, did you did you guys see this? You see the Micah Parsons tweet during the game? Yeah. Are you serious? I don't think people people realize what Lane Johnson is doing right now. Freaking heroic! One of my favorite players <laughs> in the league. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Uh, hey. It was another one he tweeted, and people jumped on him. You talking trash, and you sitting at home and you playing golf. Did you see an earlier tweet? I want to see. I'm uh, glad he he tweeted a lot yesterday. There was a lot of tweets from him. Yeah, could he? He definitely. I'm sure there was something else I didn't see. Yeah, but I'm thinking. You tweeted, do you need? Do you need clicks? Do you need followers? That bad? I mean, you got a lot of followers. It was early in the game. Uh, you keep you guys keep talking. I'm gonna try to find this because okay. people jumped on this real quick. Yeah. So uh, while while Gunner's checking on that, Barrett. So offensively, yeah, obviously it, it wasn't one of those games where you're like, oh my god, you're blown away by by the stats. But what I keep getting back to is they ran for 148 yards and four touchdowns on the ground against the Niners team that allowed 77.7 yards per game in the rush. Like you doubled them on the ground Bro. in the game. Bro, no. The yard is not even, not even, you know, looking at it, but we ran two QB sneaks in a row to score. Right. As if the first one didn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. As if you didn't know that was coming. It was basically right. like, we're lining up. Here it is. Stop it. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we're going to whip you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to whip the man in front. We're go. We're not even trying to hide what we're trying to do. We're going to put, you put your best in there. I'm going to put our best in there. We're going to still go in there and score. Right. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. That you know how demoralizing that is to an offense, I mean a defense, when you can't stop them from doing what they want to do on um, when it comes to running the ball. That's the most imposed, physically imposing thing you could do. They start dropping their heads, they start hitting laid out of bounds, they start playing out of character. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about D'Amico Ryan. This he comes out in the second half and he shuts teams down. Mm-hmm. You know that's why they beat you know they beat Seattle and they score 41 points or something like that. You know, bro, we're not Seattle. Well, they you know Brock Purdy was was in you know the 12th man in 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 in, in Seattle. Bro, this is not Philadelphia. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you're dealing with something that's a whole different animal. You know what I'm saying? You 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 you. You're not dealing with, you know, the average fan base. And people just, you cannot downplay how, you know, how it's imposing to be in there and have all those fans. You have 73,000 fans MFing you. You know what I'm saying? 73,000 people. That's a lot of negative energy just blazing on you. You know what I'm saying? You feel that intensity. You know what I'm saying? Here's a tweet from Micah. LOL, Eagles don't want to tackle LOL, wow. And, of course, people shout back at him as he tweets from his couch. You are actually really talking while sitting on the couch. How was the golfing this week, Micah? (laughs) Tweet it it like a true linebacker. What are you eating from the couch? You have cell signal even in your offseason while you're hunting and fishing. (laughs) I mean, people jumped on him real quick. I mean, but then he came back and gave Eagles some props later, but still. Mm-hmm. You know, why would you yeah, put that out there? Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, I, if I'm – Come on, man. Like, he's going to do whatever he wants. But I'm the organization. I'm like, dude, dude, you don't need to be commenting on other teams, man. You exactly, like man. Like, just – you want to comment on something else, pop culture, go, go nuts. We got enough problems. Do you understand yeah. we got 20-something free agents? We just lost the offensive coordinator. We just lost – fired a bunch of co- – we got a whole lot of problems. They're playing for a Super Bowl. We're yeah. sitting there trying to figure out how we can get back to, to competing for the division. No, I hear you. Seriously? Well, here's the other thing that, that one of the other things about the game that stands out. I mean, Eagles held the ball for for more than a quarter than the 49ers. The time possession 37 26 to yeah. 22 34. And, and when they decide they're going to run the ball, they do that to every team, man. They just keep them off the field. It may be the way to go with the Chiefs to keep Mahomes off the field. I don't yeah. know. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know what the game plan is going to end up being. And I think ultimately they can adapt to whatever it is. But just know that that's there in the back pocket if you need it. And on top of that, we don't know what's going to be because Kansas City starts two rookies in their secondary. So, you know, it could be, you know, we'll sit here and analyze it for two weeks. Is it going to be the run? Is it going to be the pass? They may have double success in both. You know, who knows? You know, Kansas City is not a great – they're an opportunistic defense. They're not a great defense. Mm -hmm. Maybe close to what what this Eagles defense is. They're not as good as the 49ers defense. but. They found a way to win 14 games. You got the two teams with the best records in the league going at it. Just like we said last week, you have the four best teams playing in conference championships. You now have the two best teams record-wise in all the pro football playing for the ultimate prize, which is that Super Bowl 57 trophy. So where it should be, plain and simple. It is. You're right. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The only thing that would have been more perfect along this run to, it would have been the Cowboys this week. If you could have gone Giants, Cowboys, into Chiefs, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But not I'm not complaining. Me. I am not complaining. I was it. saying that at first. I was saying that at first until I let the 49ers fandom, you know, really get at me and and, 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 and piss me off even more than I was already pissed off at them. You know what I mean? It really put me in – you know, it worked me into a frenzy because I hated the fact that they were still thinking that they were better than we were. I don't like that, man. I don't like the disrespect. I don't like blatant disrespect. And that's kind of what they were, you know, what they were doing, those blatant disrespect, you know. You can't talk about something, you know, you don't know about. You know, we we didn't play you guys early, so you don't know how good we are. 
and then they're to, to, to even put Brock Purdy on the same level or even close to our quarterback. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, look, th- this guy sixteen and one is a starter. Like, think think about the amount of 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 quarterbacks throughout the course of one season that have been sixteen and one as a starter. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, really, how many times has that happened? Crazy, man. Right? Absolutely I mean, when he plays, ridiculous. they win. And even if he doesn't have a game where he's lighting up the scoreboard statistically, the presence that he brings to this team, the ability to know when to keep it or when to give on, on, on a, mm-hmm. an RPO or whatever, that's where it's not just about the passing game for him. It's also understanding how to how to handle things in the run game. Mm-hmm. And, and this it's the other part of it. It's the other responsibility that he has that I don't think he probably gets enough love for, enough credit for. Right, 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 right. When you run Absolutely. that RPO, it's it's a fraction of the second. When you have to make that decision, am I giving it? Am I keeping it? Am I giving it? Am I keeping it? He has mastered that thing so well. It's unbelievable how he's mastered that. Yeah. You know, other other others do too, but to to the to not to this level though. You know, you think about it. Think about how many exchange problems you have when you run it at RPO for the ball dropping, fumbling, mishandle. You haven't seen that with this. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen it, man. Ball security has been a key, huge key all season long with this team. Yeah. You look at the two times that Miles Sanders fumbled, it wasn't because of an exchange. He got the ball slapped out of his hand. It, it, it has been methodical all season long in terms of how they've run that RPO with him. Love it. I just love it, bro. I yeah. love the hate. I love the hate that they have for us right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah. And that's fine. And then keep it going. Keep that same energy for one more game. I, I think the Eagles feed off of it. That's been my saying. Keep yeah. the same energy, 49er fans. <laughs> keep the same energy. Keep the same energy, uh, Phil Sims. Keep all that same energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here, here's the thing, though, Barrett. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, they won the Super Bowl, but – I guarantee you, when from the national media, I guarantee you it's going to be they won a Super Bowl, but look at how they won it. Look mm-hmm. at how they achieved. I guarantee you. But if Mahomes wins it, once again showing he is the new greatest quarterback in the league, brilliant performance from Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, so on and so forth, I guarantee you. Look at what Andy Reid's had to overcome in his lifetime to get to this point. And, you know, and I'm not knocking Andy Reid. I tell you, you know, you guys know Andy Reid's one of my all-time favorites. I talked. Yeah. We text back and forth periodically, you know, but it's always something with the Eagles. It can't just be they won. Right. It's well, got to be something else attached to it. Well, you see, you see what they're doing, Gunner. They setting it up. Oh, uh, uh, um, you look at it, you know, they, they, we didn't have a quarterback in there. Both our quarterbacks got hurt. Yeah. What, did you, what did you say to me when Jalen Hurts got hurt? Bosa, Bosa got, Bosa, Bosa was hurt. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I, listen, I hear you, man. I hear you. But let, let's look at this thing organizationally, right? So let's think back. You had a team that – go back to Doug Peterson. You know, he takes over for Chip Kelly. The last season with Chip was a disaster. By the second year, they won a Super Bowl. This latest iteration, you had a team that won four games under Doug Peterson, still had Carson Wentz here. Mm-hmm. Okay, You didn't know what the heck you were going to do. It looked like you were in cap hell. How are you going to get rid of Wentz? Bring in a new coach that nobody had heard of. His first imp- impression wasn't a good one. Two years later, you're sitting here in a Super Bowl. You know, in Howie and Jeffrey, I think you got to trust a little bit here because clearly they know what they're doing when they're looking at head coaches. Howie obviously nailed it with all his, all his you know, moves too. But if you look at it, 
you know, there's the over the last 18 years, you have the, the Patriots in seven Super Bowls, and then it's the Eagles, Steelers, and Seahawks tied for three Super Bowl yeah. appearances. Look, look at what Jeffrey Lurie has done since he bought this team. Okay. Yep. And we've questioned it along the way. Just look at the coaches. Let's start with the head coaches. He brings in a guy named Andy Reid. People are like, all the viable candidates you could have brought. And this this happened when I got here. You, Andy Reid, a position coach in Green Bay? Who, who's Andy Reid? People are looking through books. Who Who's Andy Reid? Mm-hmm. You know, all he did was change the culture. You know, this culture that we talk about today, character locker room guys, uh, guys who don't get in a lot of trouble, that started with Andy Reid back when he was hired. And then it was passed on. Chip Kelly, say what you want to say about Chip Kelly. But Chip Kelly's first two years here, he took over four and 12 team. Andy Reid's last year, he was a disaster. Yeah. Chip Kelly came in here for two years before he lost his mind. He turned the thing around in one year, mm-hmm. got him to the playoffs the next year. And then you said, Doug Peterson, why would you hire Doug Peterson? All these coaching candidates out there. Doug Peterson gets him to the Super Bowl in his second season, six and 10 his first year, Super Bowl the next year. Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, this baby faced kid. You mean to tell me all these coaches out here, you bring in some guy named Nick Sirianni? Oh, playoff his first year and on the cusp of a Super Bowl trophy his second year. Yep. So give Jeffrey Lurie credit, man. No matter what we think, he's made all the right decisions. 17 times since he's on his team, this team has been in the playoffs now. Yeah. Well, the gold standard. 17 yeah, well, times. I mean, maybe he wasn't wrong. The, the other thing is, let's go to Sirianni now. Um, in his first year, when he comes here as an offensive mind, he wasn't afraid to step away and hand hand off the play calling duties to Shane Steichen. Yep, right. tells you right. how comfortable this guy is and how secure he is in his own skin. Right, that he's he's not. I know what the f I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah. that allowed him to be yeah. a a manager of the whole of the whole business, I as opposed to just working the right. front desk. Right, you know what I, I mean. But so he knew what was going on in special teams and defensive meetings and you know et cetera et cetera, getting a better pulse for everything that's happening. He knew enough about himself and his team to do that and to trust Steichen, one of his guys who we brought in. Yep. Like that's a, that's a big thing, man. And a guy in his first year who wants to establish himself as a head coach and be thought of like Andy Reid and Sean McVay and all those guys. And he did it. That told you a lot about his character right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, he put he put this team in a position to 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 be successful and, and block out all the noise. <laughs> He allowed his quarterback to come in and be the heartbeat of the team. You know, I mean, he, he even he he even you know he even admitted it himself. Hey, I needed a, a quarterback like Jalen Hurts. You know, he's that common figure in the locker room that you know, or out on the field in which all right, it may be bullets flying over all of us, but you got Jalen Hurts there with his calm, subdued spirit and confidence that you know they're going to be okay. And he said he feeds off that, too, because he's ready to go crazy, too. But he said, look, he looks at Jalen like, all right, he ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. No, that's a great point. Let me let me give you this one. Uh, uh, Ruben Frank, uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia, your, your colleague, uh, Barrett, our colleague mm-hmm. over there for a while. Just tweeted this out. Uh, pro football focus um, rush grades, okay, from a defensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hassan Reddick, 93.2. Brandon Graham, 76.3. Josh Sweat, 62.5. Patrick Johnson, 59.5. Charles Omenahue, 57.7. Robert Quinn, 55.4. Nick Bosa, 54.7. Mm. They contain the most lethal weapon on the defensive side of the game 
yesterday to a passer rating, a rush rating uh, that was lower than Robert Quinn's, with all due respect to Robert mm. Quinn. <laughs> okay. Wow. You think they did a job on him? And and that is unbelievable talent, but it's also great scheming up by Stout. Absolutely. 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 And, 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 and all things being equal, when you watch the game, Lane was by himself. Lane was by himself. Yes. They didn't put anybody over there a lot of the times. They did have minus splits. Minus splits means the receiver was closer to the offensive line. You know what I'm saying? He would like anywhere from four to five yards from the offensive line. They call that minus splits. Minus splits gives you more field to run against. So it kind of fit within what they were trying to do. But it also made, you know, Bosa be aware of him being there. Right. But still, though, Lane was by himself one-on-one. Mano Imano, man to man. The best, uh, well, supposedly the best defensive end in the league. I, I beg to differ after yesterday. We mm-hmm. kind of showed that we have the best defensive end and we have the best tackle also. Mm-hmm. Can we Can we also, I know we give him a lot of praise, but let's just, what the heck. Uh, Kelsey still killing people downfield. Every uh, week. At this stage of his career, absolutely. Every week. Absolutely. Bro, bro he, he's, he, he was killing killing those linebackers they were tired he was on them like a cheap suit bro yeah he was on them like a cheap suit. he was he was whooping them and i kept telling you i kept man i kept man i, I, I gotta stop saying that because i'm starting to irritate myself but man <laughs> way he was on them linebackers you know second level man he blocked mm-hmm. the second level mm-hmm. tremendously block down pull around he was killing them on run plays you know what i'm saying say amalo he he pins that uh tackle on the inside he pulls around up on the linebacker, boom, boom. He kept hitting them, boom, boom, boom. Man, that's that's what life is all about. Is it you know? Isn't it a uh, a, a great quandary if you're uh, Jason Kelsey? Like, if you're still playing at this level, you know, you're still making nice money, really nice money. Yes. But the temptation of if they could win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. to go out that way, having won two yeah, and five, absolutely. Years, at the top of your game, you know, like. That is an unbelievable thing. It's an unbelievable opportunity that he has to be able to do that. Very few athletes get to a Super Bowl, let alone multiple Super Bowls in one career. And when you talk about offensive linemen, it's a rarity, and defensive linemen for that matter, when you look at a Kelsey and a Brandon Graham, that they stay that long with one organization. Right. And uh, be able – now, who's to say – now, we all know, you know, I go back to when we had Brandon Graham on last May. When Brandon Graham said he at least wants to play one more year beyond this one, who's to say Brandon, you know, might not ride off into the sunset also? True. On, with another Super Bowl trophy. You could have Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey decide to ride off into the sunset after this game. Of course, Kelsey has been talking about it consistently for the last three years, but you just never know. I mean, very few athletes get to go out on a high like that, mm-hmm. you know, and why wouldn't you? You know, you got your money, you got two rings instead of one. What else do you need? You know, you got families, you got young kids now, you got your money. You can take your time in terms of determining what you want to do next. It's not like many of us when you make transitions in life, you got to scramble and come up with something right now because you need to. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing, man, if he can pull this off, if they Absolutely. both can pull it off. Yeah, no question. But the, the fact that for the first time in Super Bowl history, you're going to have two brothers playing against each other. That's uh, awesome, dude. It is unbelievable. It just is, man. Bro, two I, I, great I, players too. Yeah, yeah, two great players, man. And 
I watched their podcast, man, the other day. They had Jimmy oh my good the heights. It's called yeah, it's great. The heights, that man, it, those two man, and and you know it just the the comedic relief, man, that they give each other because they feed off each other, bro. Yeah, you know, and it's great that they're friends now. You know, because you could kind of tell. Back in the day, they probably oh. weren't as good friends, you know what I'm saying? Because they're two polar opposites. You know? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, and Jason will tell you, like, they went at it, man, back in the day. <laughs> like, legit. Like, the, the think, father was just like, I, yeah. I, I, I can't handle these two, man. Right. Like, <laughs> I think I think Travis has done a great job of bringing out that personality in, in Jason. Yes, you're yeah, right. You're, you're right. 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 Now, Jason, Jason just let it all go when they won that first Super Bowl because there were so many storylines surrounding – that organization, you know, with the Howie Roseman, Chip Kelly thing, uh, Doug Peterson, you know, I mean, I can't say it enough. There were a lot of people that wanted Doug Peterson fired after that first season. Right. And then they come back and nobody respected them on the run. They lost all these players. They were underdogs all this. And he just unloaded. That was not in Jason Kelsey's normal character. He yeah. just let it all go out. But since then, it's funny how since then he's been more talkative. He's been more outspoken. He's giving you quotes every season since then. And then he does this podcast with his brother, who's a, who's who's like funny as heck. Did you see what the brother said about the San Francisco mayor after he that game? Jabroni. Yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Jabroni. <laughs> Tell Jabroni to go, go somewhere. I'm dying <laughs> laughing when he's and, and as they're interviewing Mahomes, he comes over and he's like, oh, yeah, Burrowhead. And then he just yeah. went nuts. And oh, my God. Got in and out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kelsey's a, he's a trip. Uh, both of them, that's for sure. All right, let's come back. Speaking of that, let's dive into the Chiefs, man. What they were able to do last night, down three wide receivers, among other things. Mahomes dragging around one leg, and they end up winning the game. So let's uh, let's get into it when we get back, for sure. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I'm going to tell you right now about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, they are an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted tree off of your your property. Now, the beauty thing is they offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face, and they can they can take down any type of tree. All right. They they specialize in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning, and they service southeastern Pennsylvania. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Jersey and Northern Delaware. Keep in mind, we got hurricane season. We got some nasty winds that, that are upon us right now. It's a great time to get your trees evaluated. So you can just reach out to them. Uh, give them a call 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at flintreeservices.com. That's flintreeservices.com. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. 
Swifty Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Yes, we are. Super Bowl Monday. Can't say that enough, man. What a buildup it's going to be over the next 13 days as the uh, the countdown to Glendale is upon us. Did you? So I, I did I did more than just my countdown, Matt Gunner. I think you would appreciate this. <laughs> so um, it would take 35 hours if I hopped in a car right now to get to State Farm Stadium. All right. In Phoenix. Just a mere 35 hours. <laughs> <laughs> But, but who's who's counting really? Hours. Two well, thousand see, two thousand three hundred and fifty miles. So the reason he says that that um last uh Super Bowl we were in two thousand uh seventeen. Two thousand eighteen, you know, when it was. Yeah. yeah. We drove me, Derek, and a guy named Telasny. We Aaron Telasny, yeah. We drove all the way to Minnesota from um from the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. And we drove all the way. I had to deal with D Gun for two days. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I had to deal with you, huh? I, 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 well, Derek, I'm I'm flabbergasted that you would think like that. Yeah, no, you're not. No, you're not. You can't even say that with a straight face. I mean, what do you mean by that? 
first of all, he wouldn't even let me drive, man. I, we had a big Escalade. Would let me drive, Rob. I was ticked off about that. <laughs> I, I hear you. Driving the Escalade, man. Be, be, I got a D gun. He just wanted to be under the wheel at Escalade. Rob, it drove so smooth, man. It was so smooth, bro. Now, now, Rob, you know how big an Escalade is, right? They're very big, good, good, okay. nice and spacious. Yeah. Rob, there were three openings in the entire S because the office decided that we could save them some money by not only taking our luggage, but take a bunch of equipment for no them. Way. Right? They operated on the cheap. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Did you think they would oh, do yes. that, Rob? No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Aaron Telasnik, who traveled us, Rob, we had to build an opening on the back seat in the middle. The dude sat in the middle. And it was luggage stacked. We couldn't even see out the rear view mirror. You couldn't see, nope. not in our rear view. We couldn't see behind us. Yeah, it was rough. so packed in there, right? And Aaron sat in the middle of this little cove we built for him in an escalator. Right? That's how much stuff they do. And on top of that, marketing decides you can save us some money. You can take all these boxes of uh, Fly Eagles Fly stickers for us. How many boxes do we take of, of and beads? All those green beads we had to take with us, man. Bro, it had to have been about five big boxes. Our luggage. A uh, couple cameras and everything else. Yeah, cool cables. And not only that, so we get to the outskirts of Minneapolis. We have to stop in St. Paul at the hotel where the, the marketing people and the other people are staying and drop off gear to them before we can keep going to Minneapolis to our hotel. Hmm. That's a, that's a, I will say this, though. It was cold. Rob, you know, like I said, I'm from Wisconsin. I've grown in cold. It was one of the coldest stretches I've had in my life in a long time. But being with Brooks, Brooks and Talaznik on that road trip made it made it feasible. It made it enjoyable. We stop at rest areas. We get out and do some stick outside of a rest area. We get some food, do some stick, stuff like that. We have fun, we, man. We, we had fun. fun. Yeah. There were only two negatives on the entire trip. Two negatives. What was, what was that? Now, three. Other than you not let me get behind the wheel that escalator, it was three. Number two was um, we go to Chicago. I, I, take, I said, B. Brooks, we go into Mike Dicker's Steakhouse. This knucklehead gets chicken in, a, in one of the best steakhouses in the Midwest. <laughs> Number three, we get to the outskirts, get to St. Paul. Before we get to the hotel to drop other people's equipment off, Somebody, somehow, someway, Barra sees a sign of White Castle. We got a detour to White Castle. There we go. You knew it. I walked, in, I walked into the place like this. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And I said, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got a double burger. Couldn't eat the burger. Couldn't finish the burger, bro. I took three bites. I couldn't do it. I just, it didn't taste like beef. I'm sorry. You know, right. Bro, Castle, that, was I apologize. Best, that was the best food we had the entire trip. That's a lie. The best thing we had on the trip. The best food was the Outback. You and me and a photographer, Brian Spielman went to. Bro, Outback was better. That was classic. We're not going to get into what happened there, but it was classic. Beef, you know what? Man. That that's been, that's been fake news for years. That ain't <laughs> fake news, bro. <laughs> that is fake news for you. That was the you don't usually talk, man. I, I, I gotta, I gotta talk about it. So hold on, we're sitting at the table. We're done. Are we're you done. really gonna tell this lie again? Yeah, we are at the table. We're right, done. Rob, you gotta so wait for the check. Tell this story for five years, Rob. You gotta hear this. Uh, and we're sitting there, and right next to us, the table next to us is this family, and. Uh, the guy's wife is pregnant, and there's a, they have a little, uh, another little girl there. She probably, like, she probably lie. like four years old, five years old, right, right. So we get up, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm on one side, and here our cameraman on the other side, Brian Spielman. Spielman's on the outside, D Gun's on the inside. So we getting up, we about to get up. As we about to get up, I'm like, 
Yo, who did that? Oh, no. And he gets up. And D-Gun crop dust them, man. And I can probably... That was not me. He that crop- was not me. He crop- <laughs> That was not me. Little little girls like this. Little girls like this. No, no, that's not. But the pregnant lady start gagging. She was pregnant, and he was, and she could have like this. <laughs> I'm, up, I'm, up, I'm up by the people. I'm up by the people. Oh my God. Connor, what are you doing, man? And you right now. That was Brooks' spiel when it was not me, man. He turns around, right? And he's so proud. He's got his chest out. He looks back at his work, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You ever seen uh, Stand By Me? Stand, they told the story about uh, the Barfarama. Yeah. And after he was finished, he turned around and looked at what he had created. <laughs> D-Gun literally turned around and saw what he created and just started laughing oh just like that. And, oh and the dude, I'm telling you, and the husband, if he thought he could have whooped us, he'd have tried, bro. <laughs> 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 he he would have tried, bro. That's how bad. <laughs> bro, that was, that oh was my the God. funniest thing in the trip, man. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That the is awesome. was laughing so hard he couldn't even drive. Oh, that was the worst, man. How you going to crop dust them people like that? Man? <laughs> oh, man. That, that pregnant lady was gagging, man. Ugh. I think she gave birth. I think he induced birth. Yeah, yeah, you know right. what it was? It was, a, it was a white castle with bubble guts. That's what it was, man. <laughs> That was the funniest thing ever, man. I can't believe it, man. He got the little girl going like this. <laughs> and she's over there gagging, dog. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, that was the funniest oh thing ever. Oh, my God. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, I never heard that one before. That's a good one. Oh, All right. my goodness. Careful. Oh, if you see D Gun out, then you're dining. Get out of there, man, as right, quickly as right. possible. Oh, Evil my God. Dustin, I admit to nothing. Nothing. All right. All right. Duly noted. That's on the record. All right, we got you. Oh my god. All right, l- let's talk about the nightcap last oh night, guys. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs beat the Bengals twenty three twenty. They did it. Mahomes is dealing with a high ankle, and he was he's without three different receivers, guys. Last night he's trying to do that. Larry, what? Not trying. He did it uh, last night. Oh, Mahomes man. was missing. Uh, that's cool. That's Canarius cool. Tony, Juju Smith Schuster, and yeah. Nicole Hardman. That's crazy. And still somehow, some way leads them to a win in, in and really in the most improbable way because of how bad the ankle was. Right, and he right. tweaked it right before that. He scrambles, he gets just enough for a first down, but then he gets late hit by Joseph Asai yep. out of bounds. With eight seconds them, left. With eight seconds left, which puts them in field goal range. It makes it a 45 yarder. As opposed to yep. what sixty ish, you know, that game was going overtime. That game was hundred percent was going overtime. I agree with you. I agree. So uh, you know, again, I props to him, man. I mean, Mahomes is just something different. He is just built different. He is just wired different. Nothing seems to get to him. There's no moment that's too big, and he's tough. He's tough, tough man. He's man. He he, and that's the fast he ran all day just to get the yeah. first down. Yeah. Yep. You know, dude, when they tied the game at 13, when Cincinnati tied the game at 13, and then again at 20, I'm thinking, here we go. Cincinnati's going to find a way to beat them again. And, and you know, Chiefs, 
made the necessary plays they had to make. But um, how about this? The fourth consecutive time a meeting between these two decided by three points. That's, wow. That's crazy. The fourth consecutive time a meeting between these two decided by three points. That's but you know right. what? Kudos to Andy Reid and his crew. They found a way to get past that that dark cloud that had been the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, we, we talk about the Eagles and rightfully so, because that's what we do. That's what we hold, hone in on. But just look at Andy Reid's record since he's been in Kansas city from the time he took over that team. I mean, this is his third, what Super Bowl appearance in 10 years there. Um, you know, he's one and one there, one and two overall in Super Bowl appearances. They've been in double digit wins for like what? Six, five, six consecutive years something like that. Um, and a lot of that has to go to his offensive brain trust, Eric Bieniemy, who's still there. Um, and Sp- Spags has been with him. You know, he one thing about Andy Reid, he loves to surround himself with familiarity in terms of people he knows and people he trusts. Yep. You know, and the best thing that's happened for Andy Reid is Eric Bieniemy not getting a head coaching job something somewhere else. Yep. yep. There's no question about it. And, and I, you know, a lot of it was interesting. I was watching some of the pregame stuff, and Adam Schefter from ESPN uh, laid this one out. There's there's talk that the enemy may take the the OC gig in Baltimore with also the label of assistant head coach, which is a promotion that that way the Chiefs can't, can't block keep, it. Yep. Just to get out from the shadow of Andy. Not that he has a beef with Andy, an issue right. with Andy, or anything right. like that. But there are some that feel, and I don't know why this is applying to the enemy because it didn't apply to Doug Peterson and, and Matt Nagy and other guys. Right. You can infer your own, you know, reasons and you know whatever. But uh, he may do that just to get at, you know, to just change the scenery and hey, I'm I'm doing it here now. I did it in Kansas City. Like that might happen. It's possible. I don't blame him. I mean, can you imagine the frustration he's gone through when you look at some of these coaches like the Cliff Kingsbury, the Adam Gases, who've had an opportunity to coach in the National Football League and flopped, and yet his his credentials have spoken for himself for the last five, six years, and he can't come close to getting a head coaching gig. Now, there's the, the there's the theory that maybe, just maybe, he doesn't interview well. Okay, that could that could keep you from getting a job. But when you look at let's let's just hone in on Houston. Would you take Bienemy over David Culley? Yes. In, in today's brand of football. Yes. Would you take Bienemy over Lovey Smith in yes. today's brand of football? Yet he couldn't even get a sniff of that job. You know? Right, right, right. And his name hasn't been mentioned basically in any of the head coaching candidacies, the five jobs that have been open all off season. So, you know, I, you know, sometimes you need to step out of somebody's shadows to get more recognition, more notoriety. So if he goes to Baltimore, and does the same kind of thing he did in Kansas City. You can't keep this man from keeping a head coaching job. Nope. You can't. He's yeah. proven himself. That's going to be interesting if he makes that move. You know, uh, it's it's a sort of a preemptive, you know, aggressive move. But he may feel like he's just stuck there. You know, he's just stuck in that situation. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he did that. But, yeah, the job Andy's done. And I, I honestly thought he should take a year off after the way everything ended here and everything with his family and all that. But. You know, I guess he knows him. He certainly knows himself better than I do, and others on the outside. He went right back into it and and hasn't skipped a beat in Kansas City. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Right. It really is. It's a, it's unbelievable what he's done and the way that Mahomes has developed under him. And you know, they, look, they they were good on the defensive side of the ball too. They sacked Burrow five times, and I know Cincinnati's down offensive lineman, but Buffalo yeah. couldn't figure it out. No, they couldn't. And, and, in and Buffalo's backyard. 
Right. And the Chiefs did. You know, I, I, I always give Andy Reid credit for one thing. When you look at quarterbacks, you know, I mean, our coaches and, and quarterbacks, every coach, every every organization has an image of what they're, they want their quarterback to be in their system. Andy Reid identified early, this Patrick Mahomes dude, we got to let him be him if we want him to take us where we want to go. Absolutely. I mean, how many how many coaches would allow quarterbacks to consistently throw over the underhand, over the top? Hey, look, man, do what you got to do to win a ball game. No, they would try to rein you in. No, we need you to be more like this. Mm. Andy Reid saw real early. I can't put restraints on this dude. If if he's if I'm gonna if I'm gonna let him, we've identified that he's the guy that could take us where we want to go. I've got. I mean, they identified that coming out of college, that this dude. Okay, here's the structure of the offense. Make it your own. Not we're going to make you fit in this offense. Right. And they let this dude go. And every every week he wows us with something we've never seen a quarterback do before. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Andy has handled him perfectly. He's he hasn't put restraints on him. In fact, he's just he's tried to accommodate everything to his. Hey, I'm going to incorporate college stuff. I'm going to incorporate this. I'm going to, Hey, you, you I, they talk about it all the time. He goes to Andy in practice. Like, Hey, can we try this? Yeah. All right. Uh, you you know, yeah, see, see how yeah, it works out. Yeah. And we see but, it. And he, he lets him, he lets him do his, his off schedule freelance stuff that again, Mahomes is brilliant. And you know, of course he's, he's not going to put too many reins on him, but Andy's handled him very well. And that goes from, that also goes from how he, he's approached, um, you know, McNabb, because McNabb said, oh, I don't want to be this running quarterback anymore. He just let him be a drop-back quarterback. He didn't yeah. force the issue. He didn't press the issue with him. You know, most guys were like, no, you got to use this. He's like, no, he just let him do it, man. I mean, it takes a big coach to, you know, that can see that he's more of a weapon if they let him do it, but he just didn't force him to do it, man. So you don't get that a lot of times. You it's a great it. point. That's so true. And, mm. and the other thing, he didn't rush him. Uh, you remember he sat, he learned a little bit behind Alex Smith. And he did the same thing with Donovan, with Doug Peterson. You know, he didn't throw these guys into the fire. And I think it it helped them. You know, it really did. It helped them become the, the quarterbacks that they are today. Um, but that was that was a crazy game. That was a game where Cincinnati talked a lot leading up. Oh, man. You know, Burrow, and, Burrowhead Stadium. That was funny. Woo. Well, how about even Mahomes, who, who is not a trash talker, right? No. But he, he – he got a couple subtle jabs in there. Like the one time I think he was talking to Tracy Wolfson on the field or something. Say, Listen, I don't have any cigars, but if we're going to go back and have fun in locker room, that's a, that's a shot at Burrow. Burrow's the cigar guy after a big win. Like there were, <laughs> there was a lot of Bolton boy. And Kelsey doesn't even pretend he's just coming in with a hammer when he, when he's doing it. But, but, but Mahomes does it on a sort of subtle way, man. It's, it's pretty funny to watch. You know, um, I, I love how Mahomes handles his approach. You know, every time you talk to him, win, lose, or draw, your next opponent, they're a great team, they're yada. He will never give you no. any kind of bulletin board material about an opponent. And that's a smart way to go about it because we talk about it all the time. You should not meet, need extra motivation to play this game at the highest level. It's that rare opportunity. Only 1,700 of you out of thousands who have that dream get to do this on an annual right. basis. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and teams gravitate towards something stupid another or negative another team will st- say for whatever the case may be sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but you would never get that from a Patrick Mahomes in terms of giving somebody else that bulletin board material to use against him in the next game won't it just want to and then kudos to him how he handles his business how Andy Reid you know if you think about it Donovan never really did that either oh. Donovan was corny Donovan was corny in a lot of ways and people are like okay dude 
you're not funny. But Donovan never really you know, poked at another opponent, no matter how dominant they were over another team coming up. You know, no, I agree. It just wasn't his – it wasn't really his personality. No, not his MO at all. You know, it's not his mode of operation. He just no. wasn't that type of dude. I was but, just – I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just looking. We were talking about Andy Reid. I was just, just looking at An- Andy Reid's coaching resume, and I didn't even know this. You know the man's only had three losing seasons his entire head coaching career? Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. see. Let me just double-check. One, two, three. And he's never had a losing season in Kansas City. Insane. His first year, they go 11 and 5. So in two, four, six, eight, ten, ten seasons in Kansas City, he's had double digit wins except one year, which was the second year they went nine and seven. But since then, they've won a minimum 10 games every year. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is. It's remarkable yeah. what he's been able to do. Let me ask you guys did you, I, I personally thought it was the right call, the personal foul call at the end of the game. No yes. question. No question. But, since he came up on the short side of this thing, officiating wise during the game, yep, there was a lot that went down during that game. What what is a redo? I, I, I didn't know we had mulligans now in games. I I, knew, I never heard it for a read. We're gonna have to redo the play. Zach Taylor lost his mind. Yeah, but but luckily the next play, Mahomes was sacked. You know he got sacked the next play, but still a redo that could have been a huge play. What if they thrown a bomb or some trick play? To, I mean, I never heard of a redo before. No, you're like that's crazy. What is a redo? Have you ever in your 12 years did you ever have that? No, never heard of it before, and I likely will not hear about it for another five years. There was, a, I mean, there were, I, we said it earlier, like, how about the, the Eagles game where the where the punt allegedly hit the hit the the camera wire? The the ref says, "Yeah, look, we don't have any angles, so it counts." Like, uh, okay, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do was just look at the sky cam and see if it bounced. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're telling me. It, like I know it's in the best interest of Fox not to show a replay where a ball right. hit their camera or their wire for their camera or whatever. But you tell me the NFL, the league doesn't have some kind of look at that somewhere. Well, yes. no, they sent it to the league office during the timeout when they were trying to decide. The league office couldn't even determine. You know, they have the replay officials in the league office. Yeah, they couldn't even determine whether it hit the wire or not, man. But you know, I've always said because I'm always out on the field before games, and you see they bring the camera down just to te- test the camera. They lower the wires. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, if punters have hit that that jumbotron in Dallas's stadium, yeah. I am shocked that we haven't had more cases where um, a ball has hit the wire on one of those sky cams. I'm right, shocked. Right, right, right. I am right. too, because it does seem, and I know sometimes when you're watching at home, it could be an optical illusion. Like it's it things may appear close, you know, like your your mirror and with your car or whatever. But it does look like that thing's hanging pretty low, man. Right, like right. with these guys with the legs, some of these dudes have, but 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 that said, um, there's a lot of good here. Brett Kern's a problem. Oh my goodness. Oh. Okay, if Sippos <laughs> is good, I'm rolling with Sippos, fellas. Absolutely. Did you ever Absolutely. think you would say that again? Never. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. Uh, did you ever think you would say I miss Sippos? No, but I'll, not I'll even say a it. question right now. It's, it's... Yeah, I'll say it. I miss him. Yes, Bruh, He was absolutely. I don't trust him. The worst, you know, and 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 to give the Eagles credit, since the Green Bay game, they've kind of turned things around that they're acceptable now. Yeah, you know special teams. Like, yeah, they're acceptable now. They were just so trash before uh, it was ridiculous. Did you guys notice um, earlier, not later, but Devontae was returning punts early? Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. 
which you know, look, I can't argue now. It's it's this is it, right? So if if, if it's Devonte and and Boston <clears throat> Scott punts and kicks, I feel pretty good about that. Oh uh, yeah, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Um, you know, th- you look at Devonte, man. He's shown he can take a big blow, he can take a hit, but he has that he has that ability to hit that second gear. And if he gets an open space now. You know, the punt return game and the, and the kickoff game isn't what it used to be in the National Football League. But every now and then mm-hmm. you get one game breaker and you just never know where it's going to come. Well, you know? think about last night. What's what sets up all that stuff? Yeah, obviously, it's the hit on Mahomes late. Sky Moore gets a really good return. Yes. Yeah. Which sets that, that was up. Huge. It was yep. huge. That's why it's not nothing. You know, it's especially you, you especially need a good punt returner. You don't get as many opportunities with kickoffs, but you you need yeah. a guy who can be effective in the punt return game. And yes, you know Covey will will catch the ball, but but they just don't have that. You know the Eagles haven't had that. It's something they've they've overcome the, the entire season. Crash dummy, Covey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, that's a uh, is a demon god. That's 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 something we need to talk about also. What uh, Dickerson? You know how is how is he? Yeah, you know what's going get injured every game, bear. I know, but this is different, though. I mean, he was that elbow. It was it was in a like a brace when he was coming off the field. I don't Did you know. see how he grabbed it when he was on his knees? Yeah, yep. I yep. thought it was dislocated elbow or something. That's where it looked. That's, That's what it uh, that one's worries. That and that was really the only injury they came away from with that game or came came mm. out of the game with. So yep, yep, yeah, that one's worry worrisome for sure. Yeah, we haven't heard that to answer your question. We haven't heard anything. Is a uh, uh, hopefully. You know, we'll be saying I haven't gotten the media schedule this week. Did you get that yet, Gunner? From uh Yeah, I doubt if they have they have I I would doubt if they practice this week, to be honest. At the very most, a walkthrough. Usually coaches will give them off. If you get to the Super Bowl, they'll give them this week off. Yeah. Um or at least up until like Thursday or Friday. Or Thursday, you know? Friday, yep. Yeah. Or just let them chill. What yeah. they did do, mm-hmm. what they did do uh was um last week, well, the week before last when they did have the bye, they gave them off and they practice on Thursday and Friday, and we're yeah. off until they started back with the week. Right, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they did it that way. I think so. I mean, I think it kind of be the same way. They'll go, they'll uh, practice Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, or Sunday is a travel day. Get down there, get comfortable because media day is Monday. Yeah, Sunday they leave Sunday. They they they, they arrive Sunday night in the you know the town or whatever town right. they're playing in. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, that, that's the way it'll shake out. All right, we'll come back. NFL stuff. Uh, Cowboys make a move. Uh, and the person who was shown the door found employment real quick. We'll get into that. We'll get into Vic Fangio. We'll get into Aaron Rodgers. Uh, more Eagles as well. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network hanging out with you on this Super Bowl Monday. All right. Disaster recovery. I'm going to tell you about razor technology and disaster recovery because in the middle of an emergency is the wrong time to wonder who's in charge and how to respond. Restoring malfunctioning systems, rebooting complex servers, reconfiguring applications, bringing backups online and reauthorizing users all takes time. And the longer it takes, the more damage that a business is exposed to. Razor technology helps growing businesses develop a disaster recovery plan that protects all their essential data. Razor ensures all your critical systems are backed up and those backups are regularly checked to ensure that they can be deployed at a moment's notice. Depend on Razor technology, your trusted IT managed provider to save time, money on your IT and cloud services. 
Find out if your business is built to recover from a data disaster by calling Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. What's up, everybody? What is up? Hour number three of a day that is just flying by as we knew it would, as we're basking in the glow of the Eagles advancing to Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona. All right, so uh, we'll continue with the Eagles talk, but I want to throw in a couple of a couple little news and notes things from the NFL here, guys. So word comes down yesterday that Kellen Moore 
out as the uh, offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. You know, it's funny how quick, again, how quickly things happen. This guy was being, you know, uh, touted as, oh, he may take over for McCarthy if they fire him and he's going to be the head coach there. And this guy's just a brilliant young play caller, blah, 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 blah. So he's fired. Okay. A day later, he's hired as the offensive coordinator of the LA Chargers. He, he went from canned yesterday in Dallas to hired up today by the Chargers, man. Life life moves fast sometimes. Hey, that 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 last play in Dallas's game may have cost him his job. <laughs> that was one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. It was bad. You got you got my boy Zeke Elliott put on everybody's vi- viral feed, highlight reel. He got freight train. What were you thinking on that play? I I was like, when they lined up, I'm like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. What is this? Now you figured they were going to lateral, but Basically, you made Zeke an ineligible receiver because he was a center. You had offensive linemen line out. You know they're not getting the ball. Right. But see, what, they what were doing. They were supposed to throw it to out there to the receiver over the offensive line. And he's supposed to run in behind them. And Zeke and all those guys are supposed to go back up and they start throwing it back and you know until they got to yeah, the end zone. Yeah. But Zeke got whooped so fast. Dude, that and, was funny. But was it necessarily um his call though? You know what I'm saying? The head coaches, because he was you like, think oh, so? well, we ran it. We ran it in practice. Yeah, I mean, I, that's where if you think it's so outrageous. If you're Mike McCarthy, you just say, hey, guess what, guys? We're not we're, we're not doing this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this just has, you know what this has? This has, um, I'm stubborn to a fault. I'm going to keep Mike McCarthy in as a head coach, and we're paying Dak Prescott a boatload of money, and I got to scapegoat somebody. Yep. Doesn't it? I mean, it just reeks of that. Yep. There's only one play you make in that in that situation. You take the Hail Mary to the end zone. I mean, the percentages of completing it are less than 1%, but we've seen it happen. We've seen these fluke, fluke plays happen. I mean, that, to call that play? Are you serious? Yeah. That, that's the best you got? I'm throwing a Hail Mary. Why not? Yeah. Let somebody tap it the wrong way and see if a guy can put, snatch it out of the air. Yeah. Bro, that's that's bro. it. I mean, even the Eagles Super Bowl, the last play. I mean, that could have possibly been bad, you know. If, if, yes. You oh. Know, you know, You're right, I mean, Brooke. You could, you know, it, it could have been real bad. No, real but that's, your, that's the only play you got. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, you know, if you're if you're looking at Moore's four seasons in in Dallas, they were second in points, second in yards, and fourth and third down. He he's got a decent little resume, you know. So it's right. not a. It's not a crazy hire by the Chargers to to, to bring him in there, but um, yeah, they mutually part mutually parted ways yesterday. Uh, you remember the the Chargers fired Joe Lombardi who after that meltdown against the uh, Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Moore steps in with you know some talent, man. He's got Justin Herbert. He's got some good offensive linemen. He's got some receivers who could still play. Eckler's yep. a touchdown machine. Good running back. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. Got some stuff to work with. He, he walked into a golden opportunity. That doesn't happen often. Usually when you get fired from one job, you're going somewhere else um, that needs to rebuild, that needs a new structure, a new direction. You look at Nathaniel Hackett, same way. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes from Denver to a pretty good situation with the Jets. Yeah. All they need is a quarterback. Right. That's all they need. You know? Yeah, and it's going to be interesting if that ends up being Aaron Rodgers because apparently just staying on that for a minute, uh, the – 
I, I, again, this is going to be. I can't take this drag drug out nonsense with Aaron oh, Rodgers. That's going to be drug out. Yeah, but we're in for it. Uh, they're at they're at an impasse, a crossroads. Uh, he and the team on how they're going to approach this. You know, in terms of like a trade and restructuring and all that. I'm telling you, man, this is this is going to go on and on and on with this guy. It, it's exhausting already. What do you mean, do you mean an impasse? Unless he has a no trade clause in his contract, hey Aaron, this is where you're going. You either play football or you don't. You decide. But he I'm has Aaron to agree Rodgers, to some of the restructuring too, though. That's true. To make him more tradable. Well, he said, you know, if he's a man of his word, which I question, he said he would not hold the organization hostage. He, <laughs> yeah, I'm with Barrett. What to say? <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? Yeah, yeah. I don't buy yeah. anything Aaron Rodgers said. Right, right, right. I don't trust him. But, Sorry, you know, I won't. I, it won't I be love- long before I make my decision. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. If you, I love how you yeah, stated that. Uh, that which I question. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've been doing this for what three years in a row now. Yeah. We have to go through this soap opera every year for the last three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, just just you know what? You got rid of Brett Favre. You know, Joe Montana finished his career in Kansas City. It happens. Yeah, it happens. You know, it's, they're giving you the- an giving you an opportunity to go to a place that has for you what you haven't had in Green Bay, which is multiple receivers. Now, you had Devontae Adams in a cast of thousands, but you go there, you have multiple young receivers who have already proven themselves. All they need is you, dude. Mm -hmm. Can you please just go to New York? We appreciate what you did, but can you just leave, please? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Just go away. Just please go away. Just end up wherever you're going to end up, and and I don't want to see you anymore. Let's just go bye-bye. Anyway, He's sitting at home with that peyote pipe right now. I'm sure he is. Good. Stay there. You know, good. Um, all right. So uh, beyond that, the salary cap has gone up, guys. I'm not um, the bro. Wait, don't tell me because I haven't seen it. All right. Take a guess at the number. Based on the averages, I'm going to say $27 million. A little bit and, under. And I've not seen the numbers. You're, you're not far off. Uh, okay. It's 224.8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, that is an increase of $16.6 million from last year. Oh, just sixteen! Wow. Yeah, it okay. was it was two hundred and eight point two last year. Wow. So that yeah, it'll it'll be going up, um, and that that kicks in March thirteenth. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. that that yeah, that's when free agency starts. The March new 13th. league year. Yeah. Yep. It officially the, the yeah, and the, so free agency starts the thirteenth, and the league year starts the fifteenth. Remember they okay. like the, the the legal tampering and all that whatever, all that stuff. So. That's when that starts. The the Bears are projected to have the most cap space with more than ninety one million. Uh, Ooh, right now, Ooh, how about this? let's do this. The Saints will have the least, as they are projected to be fifty eight million over the cap right now. Wow! The so the Saints are going to be doing some some wow. gutting. They may be a team to pounce on again if you're Howie. Wow! Yeah, wow. man. And they don't have that tenth overall pick, and they're and they're in cap hell. <clears throat> they're in some trouble. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I tell you what though, that that sixteen million is going to help a lot of teams get, um, maybe that one player they might be missing, that one player. I'm looking at uh, the cat one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13. There are fourteen teams right now that are in the red in terms of cap space as we know it right now. Fourteen out of thirty-two teams are in, in cap hell right now. Mm-hmm. And the one in the bottom of the barrel that's in the positive is the Steelers 
All right now, all they have is one $1,028,774 in cap space. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I look, that's a, it's pretty remarkable, right, man? I mean, it is pretty crazy that that's, uh, that's where teams are. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Um, yeah. So there's a couple other uh, odds and ends. Vic Fangio. Now there, there's conflict, some conflicting reports on this one. So the initial story was he was locked and, and, and done deal and, you know, signed on the dotted line um, to the Dolphins. But there are there are some conflicting reports that he may not be going there. Like if D'Amico what? Ryan's gets the yeah, if D'Amico Ryan's gets the um, Houston head job. coaching gig in Houston, that Fangio may go to San Francisco now is what some people are reporting. Who knows Whoa. what's what's going on? Whoa, yeah. I'll tell you what, wherever he goes, that defense is going to improve. Whoever yep. he decides to go to, yep, it'll be much. But I mean. You go to Houston, where you're helping rebuild the, the structure and the culture there. You go to Miami, you already have a decent defense. You go to San Francisco, already have a decent defense. Do you imagine if if the 49ers went from Robert Sala to D'Amico Ryans to Vic Fangio? Damn. That's well, not yeah. bad. That is me, not bad at all. Let me ask you guys this. Where are the Eagles on that list? On that um, I, I didn't, didn't say on the one I oh, read where they hold are. Hold on. Shower cap? Uh, yeah, Eagles, yeah, Eagles are d- 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 right now. The Eagles have 4.235 million in cap space. Appreciate it, Davey boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so oh, they'll be good to go, man, because they got like 20 damn free agents coming in next year. I know there's a ton. Yeah, yeah there's a ton. Yeah. They have hard decisions, man. I mean, when you talk about Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. And CJ Gardner Johnson and Bradbury and Sayamalu, <clears throat> and DJ Edwards, and DJ Miles Sanders, Marcus Epps. Yeah, Marcus like Epps. starters. I mean, Bradbury, big yep. time starting contributing guys. And you got to pay the quarterback. Sue yeah. Joseph. Sue Joseph. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They may slap the tag on. They may slap the tag on Jalen. Which wouldn't be bad because that's like no. 30, 40 million. Yeah, but will Jalen play? You know how many players say, I will not play under the cap? But you can't. You the problem is he, he's got one year left, though. Yep, I don't exactly. think you can do that. Um, and he's that's not going to be a good situation, him enter, entering the last year of his deal if he's not, if he doesn't have it wrapped up. Bro, yeah. there are 50, like 50 quarterbacks making more than Jalen is right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're but, right. But you know what, though? That's not a negative to the organization. It's basically they got him at the right time at the right price. Right. You know, he excelled a lot quicker than people imagine. I mean, they're in a good place now. There may be some tension across the table between the two parties. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if anybody had figured out, unlike unlike Joe Banner would tell you, hey, this is it, take it or leave it. Howie is, when Howie wants somebody bad enough, Howie finds a way to get it done. Right. Howie does not antagonize his players. The way the way Joe did. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. He doesn't have the hard and fast rules too that Joe. Joe had a lot of like you're thirty or or whatever. Oh yeah. I oh, don't negotiate goodness, yeah. if you're still under contract. You remember how all that stuff used to oh, go? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I think players I think off, man. To Howie's credit, he learned like he learned a lot of positives from Joe, but he also learned how to treat people better, right? Uh, than, than Joe <clears throat> did. So. No, I also think that we've all agreed that. It's imperative they keep James Bradbury. But how many teams do you know that are paying two cornerbacks that kind of money? Because the money's always put in this where offensive line, defensive line, a wide receiver, 
uh, edge rusher. Yep. I don't know of any teams out there paying two cornerbacks that kind of money. And Bradbury is worth whatever he can get on the market. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, are are you gonna realistically are you gonna pay Slay really good money, Bradbury really good money, and CJ Gardner Johnson really good? You're not. I mean, you're you just you can't. One, if not both, are gone. Yeah, that's that sucks. It does. It does. And you're not gonna get any home count discounts. No, no. no. They didn't, you know, they didn't come up to the ranks. You know what I'm saying? The, the only one a- I think you might get a hometown discount from is Brandon Graham. Oh, that's yep. it. Yeah, no There's nobody else. Nobody else. No. Right, right, right. No. I mean, we still have we, Fletcher Cox, Hargrave. Are we I ready to let go I, both way, of them? I don't blame anybody who, who doesn't either. I'm not, you know, I you get get paid, man. You get as much as you can get. Why? Well, I, I mean, when you consider the lifespan of an NFL player, yeah. hey, loyalty only goes so far. You know, you want me to be loyal to you? Show me show me loyal, loyalty in my bank account. Mm-hmm. That, that's where loyalty is. Yeah, I think like if you're a play, let me put it this way. I, I, let's just use Fletcher Cox as an example. If you've accomplished what he's accomplished on the football field and you've made the kind of money he's made, and he's made a lot of money. He made 14 just this year. He's made a lot of money. You have the luxury of picking and choosing your spot. Okay. So yeah. you may say to yourself, um, yeah, the Houston Texans are offering me uh, 1.5 million more than the Eagles are. But do I really want to? go there do i the grass isn't necessarily greener no i'm gonna stay with the eagles i don't think that's necessarily just a hometown discount i think he's looking at it like i'm in a better spot here right so that might play into it or he may what what if the eagles offer him a certain amount of money another team that's close to contending offers him a little bit more than the eagles and yet a team like houston opens the bank if i'm fletcher i wouldn't be surprised if he takes the team that's close to possibly getting him a third ring I don't at that stage of my life, I'm not going to a rebuilding organization. Why would I do that? You know, I want to I want to have an opportunity to go out on a high note, not with a sour yep. taste in my mouth. Same. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So that I think that therein lies how you might get a guy back at a little bit cheaper who's at least accomplished. Like look at it this way. If I'm CJ Gardner Johnson at his age, and this is only his second contract. I'm getting as much money as I can get. Oh, no question. Are you kidding? Period. Like, period. That's it. Get paid. Um, you know, and, and as much as it would hurt people here, it's a business. The bottom line is a business. You know, we always put the onus on the players when they leave. Yeah. But we don't, we don't know what the management says to the player. Agree. That makes them that makes them leave. You force his hand. You know, what's the average lifespan? Three and a half years. Yep. And I just came off of having a season where. I get traded and I finished tied for the most interceptions in the league and I proved myself across the board. I came back from a lacerated kidney or spleen or whatever the case it was mm-hmm. and, and playing playing at a high level. I'm my brand. Everything, every, the, the word brand comes into play now. Yep, this, yep. This is my brand. This is me. I've got yep. to maximize my money-making ability right now because what if I have a devastating knee, shoulder, and the doctor tells me you can't play anymore. Screw you, screw and I'm kicking myself because I gave this team a hometown discount right. just because I think we have a chance to win it again. No, it's bigger than that. Yep, yep. my family feed. Yeah, yeah. thousand percent agree. Thousand percent. There, there's no doubt. All right, so some of the stars that were on hand yesterday. So we had Joel Embiid. Did you see Joel Embiid and Kevin Hart standing next to one another? <laughs> like it was like it was Hart's- like. 
What was the movie? Uh, it's like Broken twins. Child to Work Day. It was yeah, like yeah. the movie Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. 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 It, was, uh, it was funny. I, I, I swear to God, Hart is up to maybe maybe his elbow or like forearm. Like He's that's like 5'4". Crazy. Five, yeah, 5'4". Five, yeah. Um, so those guys were there. Uh, Bradley Cooper was in the box with Jeffrey Lurie as he yep. was for the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, who else did I see there? There were a bunch of other people there. Um, Mike Trout was there. Mike Trout's always there. Yeah, Trout mm-hmm. was there. Uh, Anita Baker, of course, sang the anthem, and and uh, Jalen right Hurts. Like that. I hate to say this. She struggled. Because, uh, man. Yeah, she I'm a big Anita Baker fan. I know she's 65 years old, but yeah, that was tough to listen to. Yep. You know, she had a tough time, and I don't know. Maybe the conditions. She's not used to singing outside in the cold. But like there could be other uh, things. That that was- but at one point, if you notice, right when she started, she was pointing to her earpiece. I don't yeah. know if she was adjusting it or pointing to it. Yep. I don't remember, but she was pointing to the earpiece. I don't know if that was throwing her she off. She might have been getting some re- bad reverb back. Yeah. You know, there could have been a lot of things happening there. That, yeah. that was tough to listen to. I'm a huge Anita Baker fan, man. Yeah. Yeah, she struggled a little bit. Um, Lil Baby was there, according to Derek. So, Lil Baby. Uh, <laughs> well. I was about Derek. to say, who? Derek's favorite. Ooh. He's not real little baby anymore. He's like, uh, you know, middle aged baby. But well, you know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that was a, it. Was, it was a good good turnout as it always is, uh, as we know. All right, let me let me throw these at you. I thought you guys would, would find these uh, interesting. So teams favored in the Super Bowl, and the Eagles are a two point favorite right now, from what yeah. I can uh, decipher, because it's. Yeah, it's changed. It's moved a lot. Okay. But the latest I have is it's two. Interestingly enough, Kansas City, after the game ends, as soon as the game ends, is installed as a two, two and a half point favorite as soon as the game ended. By, like, I swear to you guys, like an hour later, it had flipped to the Eagles with two point favorites. Yep. The line had moved like four and a half points just in that time. They came to their senses. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Right. I agree, Barrett. So that, with that in mind, the team favored in the Super Bowl, this is straight up without a point spread, okay, is 39 and 17. Okay. So it was 22 games over 500. Good sign for the Eagles, right? Yep. 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 Uh, Eagles were 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl prior to the season. 15 teams had better odds. Um, after they trade for A.J. Brown, it becomes 25 to 1. So the, 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 their odds, you know, got better to win. In comparison, Kansas City was an eleven-to-one favorite to win the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, going into the season, as we know, you know, a lot not a lot of people. A lot of people looked at the Eagles as a playoff team, a team that could, you know, maybe win the the NFC East. We would battle with the Cowboys. Yep. But ultimately, I think probably like the extent of what people thought they could do was win two games. No more than this. Now, obviously, they've won two playoff games, but you know we, we know the way that this has is, is looked. It's nothing like any of us anticipated, and, and certainly a lot of that, you know, is Jalen Hurts. Most wins by a quarterback in a season, all right, in any of their first three seasons. Jalen Hurts this year at sixteen. Russell Wilson in twenty thirteen had sixteen. Kurt Warner in ninety nine had sixteen. Dan Marino in eighty four had sixteen, and Joe Montana in eighty one had sixteen. Mm. That's courtesy of our friend Jeff Kerr. Uh, mm. Good morning, NFC East. That's <laughs> rare air, man. Rare air. You're talking we, about two guys already in the Hall of Fame, and Russell well, Wilson, who's got a pretty good, you know, shot at it. Yeah, we see how careers turn out for those guys, did we? 
Yep. <laughs> wow. And this dude's only in what his third year in the NFL? Third, and he's 24. Jeez. Yeah. Whole lot of football, whole lot of money to be made for that young man. And you know, and that's what we're talking about. You know, you're talking about a guy who's going to get paid. Yeah. Hell yeah, he's going to get paid. I mean, he's. I I really think the Eagles. I I I don't. I'm not sure what the rule is on that. I don't think you can um, tag him with time left. I just think he. I think they're going to get a deal done for him. And yep. here's the thing: how he usually figures out a way for it to not just be a death sentence for a team. Yep, exactly. Somehow, some way, he figures it out. So I think he will get that done. No matter how he gets it, if he does get the extended deal done, it's going to affect the the, the team roster. It has to. Yep. You know the fact that the cap only went up like what 16 million was it? Was it six, 16? And 16. Change, yeah. mm-hmm. You know that that's wiggle room there, but still. When you talk about the multitude, we talk about the Eagles, but, you know, Dallas has over 20 players. Kansas City has a lot of players that are going to be free agents this year. Uh, 49ers have a good chunk of players that are going to be free agents this year. You know, there's going to be some hard, some some hard-feeling decisions that have to be made. Um, And for the most part, people may not like them, but it is what it is. When you start, when you start with a quarterback paying a quarterback, and that pyramid trickles down, things change. Ain't a whole lot of money left, man. It just that, it just isn't. You yeah, know, I agree with you. I look, I agree. But uh, it's just, but how is one guy that I see that can make things happen? Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, that's um, best to read structure. Yeah. Well, it, this is interesting here. So, um, is a demon god again? Uh, I guess I'm the only one who feels like the team is characters. Here, here's what I would say. Um, I, I thought. I thought Hertz was a little bit off yesterday. He misses AJ on a deep shot. There were a couple other plays where I thought he threw low and guys yep. bailed him out. Yep. I didn't think he played his A game for sure yesterday throwing it. I thought he played better the week before, but the game Absolutely. so dictated the Eagles pounding, yep. Him, yep. pounding the Giants on the ground that he just didn't put up a lot of numbers. Yep. So I would say yesterday, yeah, you know, more. And does he have to be better against the Chiefs? Yes, he does. We were watching the game yesterday and we're wondering, is the shoulder bothering him? Because you're right, he missed throws he didn't normally miss on. Right. And the timing of the deep balls was way off. But you know what? Like we always talk about, you take away one thing, we got something else for you. And sure enough, once he went to that round game, that ground game, it was over. It was over. It was over, man. You can't ask a defense to stay on the football field for 37 minutes and not start sucking wind at some point. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. He and, played. And again- you know, and again, you went into the game thinking they're not going to be able to run on them, and, right. and the Eagles saw that they could, and they, they weren't ripping off giant chunks, but they right. were just eating clock, wearing the the 49ers down. The other thing about the run game that I think gets overlooked sometimes is what the effect that it can have on another team getting oh, tired. Yeah. Well, yes, and and that yeah. I think also applied to yesterday. You know, and, and let's face it, I mean, you knew when once Johnson went down that it was over. They couldn't throw the ball down the field. They were trying gimmicky stuff and, and all that. It was over anyway. But you had you had worn that defense down and tired them out for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. You uh, you leave defensive players like they're gasping, like they have asthma, man. <laughs> you know the game. Catch your breath because they're coming at you downhill. <laughs> they're just coming at you. They're coming. Yeah. At you. you can't catch your breath. Mm-hmm. Am, am I right, B. Brooks? You've been there. You had a power game in Pittsburgh, bro. You just start hitting them. You know, you start seeing. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, that's demoralizing, man. That's demoralizing when you can you can't stop the run. And this team, you know, the that 49 team, you know, pride themselves of being a physical team that you just can't run on. And I mean, the most perfect 
there was two plays in which I knew we were going to win the game. First of all, the, the second play of the game where they ran the ball and, you know, you had Fred Warner fight the fight off a block, fight off a block, and then turn around and get blasted yeah. by Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. gets hurt and he's out for a couple of plays. That just shows the physicality on what this team was bringing to the table. They were like, mm-hmm. all right, you want a physical game? We're about to give you a physical game. Yep. And from that point on, I knew it was on. But then I knew the game was over, and you could, you know, the fat lady was singing. I don't know if you can say that now. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no, you can't or say the, that. Uh, or, the, or the fat dude is singing. There you go. Fat there person. Go. Fat person is singing. It's when um, Sanders scored that touchdown, and the two double team blocks totally destroyed yeah. the interior uh, two D limes and dumped the, them, it drove them back so far. That Fred um, Fred Warner, Warner yeah. and Dre Greenlaw got stumbled back by their defensive line being in their laps, and Sanders walked into the end zone. Mm. That was the in fact. That might have been the best play this year. Yeah, mm. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That was uh, that was impressive. That's for sure. But uh, all in all, huge, huge game, huge win, huge advancement, and here we go into the Super Bowl. All right, let's step aside, and we'll come back. We got a bunch of stuff more. We're going to hit with you uh, with the Eagles, including um, you know the backstory here with Hassan Reddick. We got birthdays, we got movies, we got all kinds of stuff in store for you. Heading into the final segment of the program, don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right back. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. Greatest fans on earth. 
It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. are back yes we are uh we are sports state jake sports youtube network did you guys see that the empire state building was lit up green i did see that yeah why what is that man can you imagine one of the buildings here downtown in philadelphia lit up giant blue or, or silver <laughs> and blue for the cowboys or burgundy and gold for the commanders bruh that that there'd be there'd be a Somebody, you know, hanging from the state, bro. They 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 just burnt somebody up, bro. Maybe it was Jets Green. Who knows? Uh, I, I don't know about the timing of that. <laughs> Suddenly, it's Jets Green on uh <laughs> NFC Championship game. Very, very strange. Uh, very strange yeah. occurrence there. All right, uh, you know, I, the the one of the other really cool things, and we've talked a lot about Hassan Reddick today, rightfully so. He, you know, the backstory is. He's a kid from South Jersey, you know, Camden kid. Um, he walks on a temple. He didn't even have a scholarship offer. Walks on a temple, you know, ends up becoming a premier player for them to the point where they end up, you know, he ends up going in the first round of the of the draft. He goes from walk on a temple to now, you know, stating a case that he should have been the defensive player of the year and in the middle of this playoff run is playing dominant football. Yep, that's an amazing climb, it really is. It'll show you how bad you want it. If you want something bad enough, you have to go out and get it. You know, there's yeah, there's, a, there's a number of stories like Hassan Reddick, but because it's closer to home, I mean, Philly kid gets overlooked, does what he has to do, and now he's back home doing it at a high level. I mean, that, that's a great that's a great success story right there, mm-hmm. bro. And the way in which it happened, man, like his mom and pops were paying for school for him, you know what I'm saying? Because something that happened where, you know what I'm saying, it might have been some like grades. Or, I mean, I, f- I forget what the circumstance was. He could have went places but didn't go places. Something happened. So he walks on there. They pay for school his first year. He right. wins a scholarship. Long story long, gets drafted in the first round to a team yeah. that really didn't know how to use him. The one to make him a stand-up linebacker, he was a defensive end. He's always been a defensive end. And they tried to make him stand up linebacker. It didn't go so well um, last season in, 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 uh, with the Cardinals. Gets ten over ten sacks. And they still uh, sent him to to um, to the they Panthers. Let him walk. Yeah. Goes there, doubles his sacks again, and then you know we had the fortune of picking him up. Mm. Crazy, mm. crazy. Yeah, no, it really is. It's uh, and yeah, I mean, you're right. the The other part of it is, 
like you talked about that you know the the first couple of years in Arizona he was being touted as a bust. Yep. Because oh, they yeah. couldn't figure out the best way to utilize his skill set. It looked like it may have been over before it started for him. And then all of a sudden they unlock something in that last year, which leads into Carolina, which leads him here. Because I mean, it was teetering a little bit for him, you know, for sure. He got um he he came in on I mean, he really came in on a family discount. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what you call a discount for services. The money he's making right now. Can you imagine what his what he'd be worth in the free agent market now? Woo! So you know they got him at a discount. Great, great way to how he you know uses that relationship and him being at home to get him a deal that's definitely uh you know it's 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 hometown friendly. Think about think about what Roquan Smith got. If I'm if I'm Hassan Reddick, I'm like what? Yeah, you just paid what? Yep. Woo, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Arizona's got to be kicking themselves for not being able to identify that. The dude showed you what could happen in his final year there, and you still let him go. I'd have jumped on him real quick, keep him at all costs. Mm. You know, wait a minute, this dude turned the corner. What did we do differently that wasn't there the first number of years he was here? Yeah, and look, nobody knows that better than an Eagles team that couldn't get home. To the quarterback last year, <laughs> right, right. You know how how hard it is to find those guys and keep them. It's really mm-hmm. hard, and to have ten four guys with ten or more this year. You know, and Fletcher Cox with a good amount. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really oh, is. Oh my goodness, yes. Wow, kudos, kudos. How are you did it again? Yeah, he did it again and again and again and again. And again, and again, and again. Yeah. yeah, he has. He, he look. He he's had an off season. He had an off season and in season for the ages. You know that's for sure. Uh, so the Eagles win this game 31 to seven the week before it's 38 to seven. Uh, they haven't given up more than seven points in the playoffs and they put up a 69 spot. So it's been a pretty, pretty heavy disparity between them and their opponents. We know this is going to be a different story. Go ahead, back. How about the last two games in the playoffs? Ran the ball 44 times in each game. Mm-hmm. Crazy. In this mm-hmm. day, scored, scored seven touchdowns mm-hmm. in the last two games. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns, eight sacks. Eight sacks. In two games. Um, three forced fumbles yesterday, just yesterday. Uh, that That's what they do, man. That The defense takes the ball away. They impact you. They hit you. They hurt you. The offensive line wears you down, and they give their quarterback time to throw uh, generally. And if he doesn't have time, he's able to buy time. Uh, they have a, a wealth of weapons. You know, we, we still haven't seen A.J. or, or Devontae really explode. You know, God had had a decent amount of catches, but it wasn't for big yardage. No. And we know, just look at the week before, what Miles Sanders is capable of when he runs the ball. Uh, you know, and yesterday, to his credit, maybe it wasn't a big yardage day, but he found the end zone a couple of times. That's right. Yep. You know, so it, they're, again, they're a team that can do whatever they need to do to win a game. But, you know, the flip side is that your defense, even though the quarterbacks were hurt, is able to hold a, a you know three stud receivers to a grand total of seven catches for six, 75 yards. So between between the three of them, you had Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Brandon Ayuk with seven catches, 75 yards. Today, mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. you know, like, you say not today, huh? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's that it's unbelievable. What, what oh my goodness! There are just so many good numbers here, you know, surrounding this team, 
and 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 what they've been able to do hurts the youngest quarterback going to a Super Bowl at 24 years old. Um, the maturity level that we've talked about all season with him that just permeates throughout the team. It's just he, he changes things when he's there. Even if he's not playing great, he just brings a presence that these guys can all get behind. Yep. And that was one of the things you were missing when you lost those two games. You know, and really, even the one game, like the Dallas game, they very easily could have won. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, and, and they did not play well against New Orleans. But that was really it. When you have so few blips on the radar like this team is at, it's crazy. It really is. Right. Just the reality, you know, just to reflect on that Dallas game. A third and 30. A missed sack. All those are little things that, you know, that led to them losing the game. Yep. We didn't have our quarterback. Mm -hmm. Those things led to us, you know, losing the game. And we took it on the chin. We took it on the chin. Okay, then. You got it. You got it. But we never gave up hope on what, you know, what, what this was all about and the ultimate goal was. And that's getting to the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, say what you want to say, reflect on it however you want to reflect on it. But to a man, each one of them said, look, our ultimate goal is not to, you know, it's not going to be necessarily what's in the win column. But at the end of the season, if we're holding up a trophy, then, you know, we've done what we set out to do mm-hmm. this offseason. They've done it all, man. And, and, you know, that's, I just feel as though this team was – this team was was definitely looked at like, all right, what do they think they're doing? And they went out and proved what they were trying to do. Not only have they done it all, Barry, all 22 starters are available for a Super Bowl. Ah, da, da. You don't have that kind of health at this point of a season. You can't you, – I mean, think about it. The depth and the rotation is healthy. They weathered the storm. CJ went down for a few games. Yeah. Um, you know, think about a few uh, – Avante down for a few games. But now with one game left in the season, this as strong as they were when they started this season. That doesn't happen. Most teams that get to the Super Bowl, you've had to plug and play somewhere to try to keep this thing going. There's certain players you just know you're not going to have when you get to that ultimate game. But this team has everybody they need available for this one last game of the season coming up. You know what? Unbelievable. One more thing, man. Yeah. We talk about this. I got to give a shout out, you know what I'm saying? We did it last night on the training staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was complaining about how unphysical they were in the preseason, how they were, you know, they were, they were, you know, it was a country club in, 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 you know, during training camp because they weren't practicing hard. They were, right. they'd be out. We'd be out, you know, you get there. If you get there 15 minutes late, you might be, you might miss practice. They were out there about at the most an hour and 30 minutes was a long day for them. They had walkthroughs halfway through the season instead yep. of practicing hard on Wednesdays. And all this led up to the culmination of them having all 22 starters healthy in the championship game and which allowed them to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's amazing. And that I, I, I'm sure when this comes up again next year, and you know, we're losing our minds because of what preseason looks like. The last two years have been, have kept it pretty healthy. They do that approach um, for sure. Hey, I, before we get to, to birthdays and movies, I did want to sneak this in. Joel and Bede went crazy Saturday. Oh, Fargo center. Okay. Um, to the tune of 47 and 18 
and he had six offensive rebounds. And the Sixers took on the, the team that was the number one team in the Western Conference. And he took it to Nikola uh, Jokic. I mean, he, Jokic, he really did. He handled him in a big way. And it was a statement kind of game for him. You know, not like he's been around long enough, but you know he got he gets up a little extra for some of these kind of games. And I wasn't sure. I think we talked about this on the show Friday. I didn't know how he was going to respond in that game. Was he either mm-hmm. going to be mopey because he didn't get the starting nod, or was he going to come out and want to just torch people? He was in torch mode, and he torched. Embiid was spectacular in that game over the Nuggets, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> I got to give him love. Killing folks, man. You never I, know. You never know which Embiid is going to show up, but when he puts his mind to it, the dude is unstoppable. When he's on his game, when he's mentally focused on what he wants to do on a court, and puts aside those outside distractions, that dude is unstoppable. He even hit four seven threes in this game. I know. Yeah, there was, you know, everything was on full display. Oh my goodness! You got a seven footer busting threes like it's nothing. I mean, geez. I mean, what do you do with him? You know, and then Harden chips in thirteen more assists. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a big time distributor now. What do you want? What else do you want? My goodness. They're they're playing great basketball for sure. I wanted to bitch and complain that, you know, he doesn't play with the, with his back to the basket anymore. You know what I'm saying? He's shooting too many threes out there. And how can I say anything when he's, he, he goes for 40 something points. He's totally dominant on the defensive side of the ball. No, no, you know, I'm not going to say that. Um, bro, who did they have on no kitch all day? And I'm sitting here bitching about him being on the squad, man, and and what he's done. PJ, um, Tucker, Tucker, yeah. Tucker, he was on him for the majority of the day. Yeah, he was. And you know, I, I was like, well, what is his worth on a team? Well, that's what his worth is on a team. Yeah, him doing that. That I mean, wow, wow, he was able to make I, it happen. I still bring him off the bench. Right. Put him in the starting lineup. Jeez. Right. I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of rolling with this right now. Oh my oh, you got to. Look at the you success know. they're having. Yeah, as well as they played, I'm rolling with this right now. Uh and it's working with Maxi coming off, and Maxi's getting better and better and better um as time goes on. Uh you know, healthier, I should say. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's there's a lot to like right now. They get Orlando tonight. You hope there's not some kind of letdown, which is you know, can be human nature sometimes. Uh actually they get Orlando twice starting tonight. Weird. They play here against Orlando and here against Orlando on Wednesday. Uh, that's, what? Little two game series here. Yeah, very strange. And both in Philly. Yeah. That's that's weird. Usually it it's is. home and home. But I know it's really weird. weird. It's really weird. But they should be able to dispatch them and and, and take care of business. That's for sure. What's their record? They're twenty and four right now. Past they're, yeah, they're over the last twenty four. Yeah, twenty and four. Yeah, I know. I mean, you look at it, they're two and a half back at the Celtics now. They're 32 and 16 overall. They've won nine of their last 10. They've won seven in a row. They're, you know, the the hottest team in basketball. And, you know, they beat a Nuggets team that was 34 and 15 going in. Right. Which is the best record um, in the in the Western Conference. The only team with more wins is the Celtics. That's it. Then Denver. And the Sixers – Sixers are, are actually it's in a tie with Milwaukee. Sixers are thirty-two and sixteen. Milwaukee, Milwaukee's thirty-three and seventeen. So it's pretty close. Um, what's going on there? All right, let's do a few uh, a few birthdays, and then we'll dig into some movies. All right. Um, 
Let's start with uh, Gene Hackman is 93 today. Gene Hackman, wow. 93 years young. Uh, one of the great actors of our time. Uh, my favorite role for him is Hoosiers as the coach. But uh, uh, I like Crimson good. Tide. He's good in Crimson Tide. Man, he's good in Crimson Tide. He's good in everything. Right. Um, French Connection from way back in the day. If anybody's ever seen that, he's very Oh, yeah, good. great movie. Yeah. He's really good in that. Uh, but, yeah, so he's uh, – He's 93, still with us. FDR was born on this day in 1882. He was our 32nd president, FDR. FDR did a lot for a lot of people. Um, Was a pretty amazing president, Um, but he was born on this day in 1882. Um, Christian Bale, the actor. Uh, He may be... Yeah, he may be the best actor going right now. He's close. He's He's had some great roles. A lot of mystery-type roles, mysterious roles, uh, um, I, I love him, but I love him in the Batman role. I He's great him. in Batman. My my favorite for him is American Psycho. If you ever that's seen a good, that's right, a very right, good. Right. You know what my favorite is? Crazy Ford versus Ferrari. He's great. Ah, uh, yeah. He just that's just a new. It, it was a new um, venture for him. That, that that was a totally different role than he would he usually has. Man, loved it. But I also loved him in that Dragon movie. Also, what was that? Um, oh, oh not Gonger, not Gonger. No, no. Uh, what was the Dragon movie? Christian Bell's in everybody. I know somebody in the stream is going to give it to me. Uh, what was that called? Uh, um, damn it. What was it called? I'm drawing a blank. Rain of Fire. There oh, we yeah. go. Yeah. Appreciate it, Chris. Rain of Fire. It was excellent in that also. Yeah. Rain Rain of good. Fire. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Real Zeal. Uh, yeah. Good work out of both of you guys. Uh, but, yeah, Bale, Bale is 49 uh, today. Phil Collins, Genesis, Solo, uh, 72 today uh, for Phil. Sue Studio still my one of my favorite songs. Yeah, he's got a lot of them. Uh, Kid Cutie is Kid thirty nine years old. Kid, Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. I'm sorry, Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. Day and years. night. Yeah. I also liked him. He was on a uh, Need for Speed, another racing movie. I love that too. Oh, okay. He's, he was a uh, he was a he was a he was a pilot. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, real good. Uh, yep. The uh, actress Brett Butler is sixty five today. Hmm. Uh, Payne Stewart, who died in the car, uh, the, the uh, plane crash, or the weird situation with the plane. Uh, he, he, he was born on this day in 1957. Tom Izzo, Michigan, Michigan State, is 68. Yep. Uh, Charles S. Dutton, who's a very underrated, excellent yes. actor. Yes. Uh, played Rock in the TV show Rock. Was yep. a fortune in uh, Rudy, but he's he's in yep. a lot of things. Yep. The Alien yep. 2 or 3. He, he was, was in, in that one. Two. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He's great in that. Yeah. Yep. He was great in that. Uh, he's 72. Vanessa Redgrave is 86. Jalen Rose is uh, of the uh, Fab Five is 50 years old today. Uh, I say Tom Izzo is 80 is uh, 68. And uh, yep. yeah, that's it. That's it. Anybody got any uh, more birthdays? Cameron Wake. Oh yeah, Cameron Wake, Penn Stater. Yep. Yep. 41. LaMichael Piron. He they just got knocked out of the uh, playoffs. Yeah. I like to use them, you know, guys that are still, you know, relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name? What'd you say? You said Wilm- uh, Wilmer. Oh, uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah. Valderrama, is, yes. Yeah, from, from that 70s show. 70s show, 90s show, Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Yeah. Jody Watley. Yep, Jody Watley. Yeah, Jody Watley. Yep, she was in the 80s. Man. She's 64 yep. now. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh. Sh- uh, Dexter King, Martin Luther King, uh, okay. Martin, uh, Martin Luther King's son. Mm-hmm. Um, B. John Robinson. I don't say that because 
He's a good running back for Texas. He's in this year's draft. He's good. he's a great player. Like he, yep. he they don't they, running backs aren't valued, so he's not going to be taken real high. I'm, I, you know, I don't know what what will happen with him, but that guy's a stud. Right, right, stud. right. Stud. Um, Kid Frost from Love and Hip Hop. He's he, he's married to Rashida. You know, that's that Love and Hip Hop thing. Okay. You know? Um, and you know, one of my favorite, Chris Jacobs. He's fifty three. He's from Velocity. Oh, yeah. He's on uh he's on uh overhauling uh Barrett Jackson. You know, he's like a he's like a commentator. He's the Barrett Brooks of uh right up your alley. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. I Barrett like Brooks it. of Velocity, yes. Okay, all That's right. My Gunner, you, you you got any? We'll dive into the movies if not. You got uh Dick Martin from Rowan and Martin laughing. Okay. okay. Uh, he's eighty six. Oh no, he died in uh two thousand eight. All right. Uh Michael Thompson, former NBA players, sixty eight years old now. Clay Thompson's dad. Yeah, sixty eight. Yep. Uh, the Trey Sermon, twenty-four. Yep. Uh, you have uh, Dick Cheney, uh, former vice president, is eighty-two. Danielle Campbell is twenty-eight. The actress, mm-hmm. um, and Davy Johnson, former major league player manager, is seventy-nine years old now. And, and shout out to 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 uh, one of our guys here, who, who's. Uh, birthday it is did, did you see this our our guy uh was it paul dickerson is uh is it's his birthday today okay oh yeah, okay. yeah. Right. John dickerson. God, sorry um yeah john it, dickerson yeah it's that's the that's the that's the spur in d-gun's ass oh yeah we gonna get him on the show <laughs> i gotta get my shirt here. that's great oh yeah that's great uh, you see, so, did you did you guys see the tweet i just sent he put something out there about the eagles yeah no Oh no! Oh, you gotta check the tweet, uh, the text I just sent you um, about the horse and buggy. Yeah, yeah. It's a basically found a picture of me driving the gan wagon, and it's a horse and buggy. <laughs> an, an, Amish, an Amish horse and buggy, but it's got an eagle's flag on the back. Uh, you know, basically, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny stuff. Uh, all right, so movies. Uh, not a lot. A couple good ones though. Uh, Silence of the Lambs came out on this day in 1991. Love that movie. All timer, man. I mean, just suspense spooky scary crazy great performances i mean it had it all and, and even to this day anybody who starts talking about eating farva farva beans i'm out you know but I'm you know out. what they mean right you know yep, what they mean i'm out yep uh, what does it mean it means they want to you you also the main course the farva beans are the appetizer you the main course yeah <laughs> yep he was incredible man in that he really was um uh, uh, Taken, which was the original, was yep. 2009 with Liam yep. Neeson. I will find you. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. I loved it, man. Yeah. Uh, you Got Served, 2004. I still movie. watch that movie when I get a chance. Very good movie. Um, great, great, <clears throat> excuse me, movie from that time period, too. Um, that's all I had. I only had those three. That's it. That's all I had. Barrett, do you have any? Nope. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Battling right. cough. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So uh, here's where we stand, right? The the, inter- the great thing about your team advancing to the Super Bowl is they're in the Super Bowl. And the tough thing is the week leading up because you're off. You know, you get the bye week. However, when you think about it from this perspective, and I don't know if these things offset each other or not. It's going to allow two more weeks for Lane Johnson. It's going to allow two more weeks for, for Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Yep. It may buy you some time for for Landon Dickerson. With the dangling groin. The Ugh. Eagles certainly need time off, right? But it really helps Kansas City. 
It helps Mahomes' yeah. ankle heal up more. Yeah. All those receivers who were yeah. banged up in the game last night, you know, it, it couldn't come at a better time for, for especially Kansas City, but both of these teams. No question. Um, I think this has the makings of being a really good Super Bowl. This could be one of those that goes down as one of the all-time best. It could be. It feels that way. I mean, there's just so many – man, there's so many storylines. You know, I mean, just the whole That's why you play the game, bro. Yeah. Huh? That's why you play the game, man. Woo! This, this I cannot wait. I can't wait to see this game. Yeah, and and Andy, look, I mean, Andy against his former team, and he'll he'll downplay it like he does everything. He won't make a big deal out of it, and and all those kind of things. But it is, it it, it is pretty significant and pretty crazy for a guy who spent 14 years here, for for the Eagles to be playing him. It's 10 years later, right? His last year here. Yeah. Was the 2012 season? Yeah, yeah. Pretty you see ironic. what, and you see what T. Fortuna said, Rob. You see what he just said. Yeah, good luck on that one. What did he say? You didn't see what he said. You got to scroll up a little bit. You, I need yep. to control you guys for two more weeks. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good, luck on, good luck on that one. I wasn't even. Yeah, trust me on that. Like, not even a thought. Not even a thought that that was Hold be possible. The, the other day, I'm on. Uh, I'm on. I'm on a show. And he texts me, and I text him back. He's like, "What are you doing? Text me back." I'm like, what you, "You just text me. What are you talking about?" But you're on the show. I'm like, "Yeah, you just saw me text you too. So you text me, I text you back. If I see it, I'm answering. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. You know, Barry. No, one of our, one of my finer moments is, and I've said this before, is the fact that we've made Rob more like us instead of us more like him. <laughs> you are. You are. You're contagious. You too. That's for sure. Mm. Um, all right, so big week ahead. We're going to have uh, Lane Johnson as, as Gunner. Uh, uh, Wednesday, according to what he just told me uh, early in the show, he said Wednesday. On Wednesday, we're going to have Ray Didinger. I'm working on a couple other things. We'll work on some other things. We're, we're, we're going to rock it out the rest of this week into next week for sure. Uh, just just riding that wave, man. And then, look, we're having so much fun. Like Our first year doing this, guys, for to have a team that's going to the Super Bowl, it, it, the timing couldn't have been better. You know, Team went to the World Series. Team right. went to the Super Bowl. An NBA team is going to get in the playoffs unless they decimated by injuries. Yeah. They're going to be in the, play, going to be in the NBA playoffs. You had, the, you had the, the Union get all the way to the championship game. Going overtime, yeah, in, in, in their final. And the hockey team's playing better. That's awesome. It what is else awesome. do you want? We're lucky, man. Oh, I'm telling you, we are lucky. That's for sure. Um, all right, let's. Uh, that'll do it for us. We want to thank everybody in the chat section. You guys are the best. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. We do appreciate it. Tell a friend. Uh, stay tuned. You have uh, three hours coming up for the National Football Show uh, with Dan Cilio. So Dan's got you over the course of the next three hours. And uh, I want to thank uh, Xander, if I did not already, Xander Krause producing the program. But guys, we're back at it tomorrow at the same time for our three hours of power. So that'll do it for us. Thanks for hanging out with us. That's Barrett Brooks. That's Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean.
Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. Weather forecasting is a team game. We rely on each other every day, updating the models and passing along new critical information. We have a team of five experienced meteorologists and a specialized weather producer, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Sometimes what I see in the model, Cecily could see something different. That's when we come together as a team to make our most accurate prediction. And all of this backed by more than 100 AccuWeather scientists. It's a team game. And we have the best team in town. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.